0: Taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 yo! It's your boy T O As you know,
1: it's your boy O. Rain. Real name, no games, no gimmicks.
0: Yo, it's the motherfucking paid podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, from related, one within any the goddamn thing you want to talk about, coming to you live direct. The still yet to be named studio. How the fuck is everybody doing out there? Ryan, how are you doing?
1: I'm fantastic. I just uh, destroyed Day in a Tom Brady versus Aaron (laughs) Rodgers argument. Uh, It it was not even close. Listen, uh, and we won't spend much time on this. In fact, I'm just going to say what I've got to say, and then we'll move on swiftly before you even get a chance to get a word in. Uh, Tom Brady has more rings, higher winning percentage. Aaron Rodgers has one ring, lower winning percentage. It's easy to see which one guy's best. Uh, What have you been up to? Nothing much. How's your week been?
0: My week's been pretty good. Been pretty good. Uh, I've been doing some new shit. Uh, But I will say, look, anybody who's not willing to engage in a debate and wants to just shut the other person up, I feel like that's not the winning argument in my case. Usually you want somebody else to say some shit just so you can make them look stupid. But I digress. This is
1: is America. That's how democracy works. Okay, You just (laughs) shut the other person out
0: from presenting a logical, rational argument. Fair enough. You're right. That is America today. That is how we work. Yeah, yeah, my my (laughs) week's going good, man. Um, In fact, we want to get to some this week, next week. But before we do, Rain, I need you to hit them with the rundown. Let them know what the fuck we got going on. You know what? I'm glad you asked that. And I was not prepared. So I'm going to do this on the
1: fly. I completely forgot about this. so Let me just (laughs) ramble through. Hey, look, I, I can hit it up, too. You want me to hit it up? I can hit it up. No, no, listen, listen, I got this. I got okay, this. Okay. Uh, I just need like one more second. Hey, and hey, then uh, so we've got you. a hey, great show lined you. up. Um, so uh, One Night in Miami recently released on Amazon Prime, film directed by uh, uh, Regina King. We're going to hey, do our press play hey, segment on hey, one that. One time for Regina King. Oh, she's killing it. That's a bad woman right there. Uh, Then we're going to jump into some really dope trailers uh, we got lined up. So we got a movie uh, called Boogie featuring uh, the late Pop Smoke. Uh, This was his acting debut before his uh, unfortunate passing, followed by the uh, trailer review for the film Cherry starring Tom Holland. Uh, after that, we're gonna get into some Army Hammer business. He's been uh, in the headlines lately for not good reasons. Uh, we're gonna uh, jump into that, and we're gonna talk about uh, like you know streaming services, you know, and can and like cancel. It's fucking impossible to cancel streaming services. I tried to cancel my Hulu the other day you know like the website the internet crashed all of it i think i think they're onto something there uh and then we're going to talk about some batman and beyond remake stuff uh inter- i had an interesting remake conversation uh in the group chat the other day that i'm gonna talk about as we get into that so great show lined up uh but as you said
0: let's get into this week next week what do you got hey look uh interesting thing uh start off with a quick little story here um so you know um having a good night, you know, uh was the last fuck I, I forget what day it was even. I think it was Sunday night, maybe maybe Monday night. I forget when the fuck it was. Okay. Uh but having a cool little night, you know, uh hanging out with the uh hanging out with the uh the partner, you know, uh and uh watching a little movie, you know, just just cooling out, having a nice little chill night. I get a fucking phone call. I get a phone call. Just a random fucking phone call. Uh who the fuck is on the other line? Who else? But my partner in crime. Real name, no games, no gimmicks. This um, guy, that guy over there. Uh, for those who can't see, it's a rain. Uh, that's who I'm describing. Um, so, rain gives me a call. He's like, whatever you're doing, stop it right now. Whatever, whatever's happening. I'm like, a I'm about to, you know, we're about to fuck. And he's like, nah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Shut it down immediately. Right. I was like, I already got the lube out. And he was like, nah, don't worry about it.
1: Listen, don't lie. You've been you're in a long term relationship. That means the sex life
0: goes out the window. Uh, you speak half-truths. You speak half-truths. You, you were like, uh. that's what I'm saying. I said you speak half-truths. I'm giving you credit. All right. Um, so uh, so he's like, yo, shut it everything now. Um, I need you to watch this movie right now because uh, this movie called The Argument is exactly uh, it depicts basically you and Caroline's life. And I was like, oh, word, for real? And Caroline, she actually is, you know, damn, I usually don't mean to say her name, but, um, you know, she's, uh, you know, she's hearing all this because he's fucking yelling in my ear, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that I need to watch this movie. So I'm like, fuck, we're already actually in the middle of a series. We're watching uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I fucking highly recommend. Dope show. Oh, yeah, I hear Uh, that. show's great, actually. Um, uh, Highly recommended. Uh, It's getting a little stale for me at this point. We're in season two. A little repetitive, but I still like it nonetheless. Highly recommend. Right? Uh, I was like, all right, fuck. I usually don't like to stop watching something to watch something else, but fuck it. All right. He seemed very excited, <laughs> so uh, so we stopped watching the Marvels Mrs. Basil and then we watched the argument. He said, you're, "What? You're you're, uh, you're you're gonna love the argument. Uh, it's one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Uh, it reminds me the couple, you know, reminds me of exactly you know you and Caroline." I'm like, all right, let's do this. All right. So we watch it, bruh. About like 20 minutes into the movie. We were like, I, I was like, I will never arrange recommendation. Uh, uh, privileges have been hereby revoked until further notice. No longer will I ever, ever fucking listen to any movie recommended by this gentleman to my to my, uh, I guess, left on, or I guess. Yeah, that would be left on the screen. Um one of them it's my, either left or right Left. yeah well I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at it so i don't know i guess it's a lot um so fuck man um i can't describe to you how fucking shitty this movie was so uh for my this week next week i don't want to get too too far into it but uh yeah, that's that's how my week began with a shitty movie recommendation from somebody whose movie opinions i actually do respect but now you've 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 abused your privileges, my good sir. You've abused your privileges. Uh, Maybe later, listen, maybe maybe if we have a post game, I will let you redeem yourself by explaining why you recommended such a terrible movie to me. But uh, this now, is how I know you're
1: lying because mm. Joe Biden just signed an executive order appointing me to the highest film <laughs> office in the country, yeah, okay. the National Registry of Film yeah. Recommendations, okay? Yeah, uh, uh, that means my film recommendations are the highest mm-hmm. in the country. So uh, when I called you, to recommend you that film i did you a favor and it was a great movie i highly recommend anyone and every watch it any any anyone and everyone watch it it was a great movie really original funny charming
0: witty Mm -hmm. great movie yeah uh well you just proved that you know just because trump's not in office anymore doesn't mean that people still don't live in a fantasy land so moving on to my next thing (laughs) uh uh so um uh we also got word this past week that uh fucking one of my favorite shows dude like almost ever i'm I'm not sure if i'll put it in that sphere yet but it is one of of more of some more of the like the more recent shows not recent as in like in the last like a year or two but in like the last decade right that i really fucking appreciated man masters of none man we just got word that season three a shout out to sergio too he uh you know what? Fuck it. I just I just feel like doing this right now because because uh, we haven't given him a shout out.
1: Yeah, shout
0: out, Sergio. Um, but uh, he uh, he sent us a little link uh, talking about uh, season three of Masters of None is indeed on the way. Um, I can't speak high, you know, any more highly of the show, man. It's just a fucking really great show, man. Aziz I'm sorry. uh, for one, it just kind of always takes them a little bit of, you know, time to, you know, kind of, you know, uh, produce a season of the show. Um, but then, you know, obviously, uh, Aziz Ansari Had the, the whole scandal, like, a few years back I think it was, like, in 18, I think It was either in 17 yeah. or 18 they, they tried to Me Too him, but, like, it was, like, the worst one Well, like, that was the official jumping of the shark For the Me Too um, yeah. movement Where just everybody just paused at the moment And was like, ah Everything else is definitely like we'll ride with that. This seems not that, you know, that's we're not going to ride with this. Uh, Yeah. And and
1: just in case uh, anyone who didn't hear that story, like, like basically a bad date, like he just got accused of like not like being a bad date. Right. Like which is not the same as like actually, you know being sexually harassed or assaulted or something like that. So like, yeah, you know, when that happened, I was like, okay, you know, we really got to tighten this shit up of like who we're accusing for what. So I'm glad to see Aziz Ansari back with the show. Really, I won't, I've only gotten through season one, um, but the announcement of season three makes me feel like I need to get back into uh, and, and finish
0: that up. Yeah, man. Uh, season two was one of my favorite like i felt like it was even better than season one uh in just so many ways uh but uh but yeah in in any event uh that that was some news we got this past week uh but then we uh uh, wandavision and it technically didn't come out this particular week but it came out on friday of last week uh but uh that's how i haven't watched that yet and i and i i do indeed plan to watch that um and then of course you know fucking you know nothing nothing going on here over here but a little bit of uh inauguration you know we got a new president you know Yeah, Uh, we we thought we would never fucking see the end to this goddamn Trump fiasco. And yet somehow and honestly, you know, I'm I'm joking but some people didn't survive the Trump, uh, you know, uh, years, a lot of people uh, didn't survive in in, in the White House, uh, both for just, you know, any number of reasons, you know, but, you know, mainly over. The Do you remember that Sinatra?
1: broad Sarah Sanders Huckleby? Remember she was she was there in the beginning? Jesus
0: Christ. All right. I, I remember Huckleby Sanders. I just I'm not going to refer yeah. to her as a broad because I'm not fucking Frank Sinatra. But OK, that's not that's not a bad term. <laughs> OK, right. Get, get on with whatever you're trying to say. All right. uh, you know what? I've been told many times
1: not to refer to women as broads. Um, <laughs> Maybe you should heed that advice. I, don't know. <laughs> Man, I probably
0: should. It just feels good. Oh, you know? I, I see. I see. Yeah. That, that, that seems yeah, I mean, gotten a lot of men in trouble. I'll, I'll just. Uh, uh, oh, 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 shit.
1: Yeah. Damn. You're right. Listen, I retract that. I renounce my wish. <laughs> All right, Prince Akeem.
0: <laughs> Renounce my throat. No, no, no,
1: no. That's Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, you're right. oh shit. Yeah, yeah you, I true, you were I wish true. and now everything's back to normal, yeah. like in 1984. Yeah. Like all white DC in 1984. Anyway, um, yeah, so so uh this week really interesting time, right? There's so much shit going on just because of like how uh the uh, pandemic affected like the year of sports, right? As well as how it affected uh you know, a lot of the movies and films that should be coming out around this time, but like have been delayed. Um, So there there are a shit ton of Marvel movies, uh, 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 you know, other big box office movies that had uh, projected release dates around this time, like around like February, top of the year, right, Um, that have been delayed for some reason. So like, I think back in like summer of 2019, or summer of 2020, when we were talking about what's going to happen in um, 2021, like we'd be talking about a lot of really big movies right now that, uh, just, you know, got delayed. So, uh, I, that's one of the things I noticed about this week. Right. But we also have, you know, football seasons coming to an end. We got like uh conference championships and then, um, uh, then we got super bowl coming up pretty soon. Right. Uh, UFC's back Conor McGregor fights this week. I'm really excited for that. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, we've got the inaugur- inauguration going on this week, so this week was a pretty action-packed week. Next week, same thing. You know, I'm pretty excited for. Well, sorry, excited was the wrong word. I will watch WandaVision. I'm not excited for WandaVision. I'm excited for that. what
0: I don't. Comes. I don't really understand why not. Uh, it seems like it's going to be a weird series, which I'm always into. So I don't. Yeah. Like, what's listen, different I don't between come, this and like literally anything else we might watch for Marvel?
1: I don't come to Marvel for like weird, quirky. You know nineteen fifty style sitcom you know type of shit that's not it's not what i'm here for i want the action just, i want the just, action
0: yeah no. you're just here for fucking you know uh i'm here for the action flying around in suits of armor yeah oh, okay. blow something up i'm here for so the something action a little i don't more realistic right something
1: <laughs> i don't care about wanda and visions relationship in some 90 or 1950s sitcom this doesn't look good to me at all but <laughs> as far as i understand in order to watch uh, watch and understand Doctor Strange and like the multiverse of madness, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to follow what happens in Wandavision. So yeah. I
0: will watch it mm-hmm. reluctantly. Fair enough. Uh yeah. Uh I'm I'm for one looking forward to WandaVision. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of everybody. I'm I'll reluctantly watch it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good for you.
1: You know what they uh, should like, you know how when you listen to a podcast, like you can update you can like uh enhance the speed of it.
0: Well, if, if Netflix had its way, which this is on Disney Plus, but if Netflix had its way, they you, you could do that with, uh, with the show. Also, you could just put it on fast forward, too. Uh, I, well, I guess. Yeah, no, but if, if
1: you fast forward, you can't hear the audio. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's if you're true. listening to a podcast, you could like uh, accelerate the speed at which like you're listening, right? Yeah. Um, I, I wish Disney Plus would do that so I could like watch WandaVision just faster because yeah. um, I'm just like, again, I'm not excited
0: for it. But no, I could be wrong moving on to next week. Uh, I am looking forward to two things in particular. One is, uh, I, I binged, uh, Euphoria, um, the movie, uh, the, the series with, uh, Zendaya, as I've been scolded to say. Um, uh, and I, I liked it. It was, I don't, I don't necessarily think the hype was necessarily worth it, you know, in, from that aspect. I don't, you know, I think a lot of people like hyped it up to me and I think it Didn't quite like meet those expectations, but I still liked it. I still thought it was pretty good. Uh, But I just saw a, uh, they had a, um, they had a um, promotion for, uh, they're doing like a special episode, uh, a a second part to kind of a two-part special thing that they're doing before uh, the second season. Um, And so uh, I'm looking forward to that also. And I would, you know, be remiss if I, if I didn't bring up the NFL playoffs. Looking forward very much to this Sunday, uh, yeah. my Green Bay, my beloved Green Bay Packers. Usually, I'm you know usually wearing a hat. You know, I'm not I'm not wearing a hat today. Uh, I picked the wrong time. I do things backwards, dude. I I spend the entire fucking year wearing this fucking beanie for no apparent reason. I look like I'm homeless. Uh, Green Bay Packers beanie, and now that they're about to ascend to perhaps yet another Super Bowl berth, uh, I, I decide to abandon the uh, the beanie. But uh, you know. Them, that's, you just cursed them. Timing. Now they're gonna
1: lose, and then Aaron Rodgers is gonna end up on another team next in the offseason. Yeah, fair enough. That, that's what all, people all because hope. you wear that. That's the trajectory. That's what. The trajectory. That's, what yeah. that's what's wished
0: <laughs> upon us. Uh, but yeah, my hope is that they, uh, you know, uh, fucking Tom Brady, Wayne Brady, the Brady bunch. I don't give a fuck. Packers by three touchdowns.
1: So you said a word there when you were talking about um, euphoria. What, what was it? Was it? It wasn't underwhelmed. Was it overhyped? I don't like where you're going with this, so I'm not going to help you. Uh no, no, no. It's not. It's not anything about football. But you, you said a particular. One. I think it was like underwhelmed. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's going to that's the word that you're going to find a little bit later or we're going to find a little bit later as we get to this podcast. Oh,
0: I think I know um, what that's about, but So,
1: uh, but but um you know, if you're ready, I'm ready. There's a there's a hey. gr- there's a really interesting <laughs> film that we watched last night. Hey, um, hey hold on. Hold on. Hold I'm ready on. to dive hold into on, hold on. this.
0: All right. Before you even get to that. Ladies and gentlemen. We got another one. We got another one. another plus play coming at you. Uh, straight to your face. I don't know why I have to make it sound so graphic, but uh, but it's graphic. I like oh, it. Damn it! I have the wrong title for the fucking film. Um, that what is was, that? That was another press play we did. Uh, yeah, that was film we did. What was that it's last week? Yeah, we did that last week. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, really good we, movie. Really good movie. Look, uh, we uh, we're doing this press play on uh, One Night in Miami, um, which is of course directed by Regina King and. Uh, Uh, and written by uh, Kemp Powers. Uh, Both the screenplay, uh, Kemp Powers wrote the screenplay, but also uh, this was actually a stage play, uh, which actually it feels every bit of a stage play. Uh, I was watching with my significant other, and uh, the first thing that she said, like maybe 20 minutes into the movie, was like, oh, this feels like a play. Because we've watched a few movies now in a row that were were previously stage plays, and you could notice the difference, right? Um, um, What's the movie that we did uh, with... um, Who's the dude from uh, Jim Parsons? Um, oh, um, you know, oh, the boys in the band, all the boys in the band. So we watched that. Yeah. That was a stage play. There was another one more recently that we uh, that I I think just randomly watched. Uh, anyways, the uh, argument. Yeah. So let me while I change the title for this, because we are not doing the press on Pieces of a Woman, um, What is uh, what, what do you find about this film? Just like we always do. We talk about we start off by talking about what we find relatable about the movies. Talk to me about. Uh, one night in miami what did you find relatable about one night in miami well i've got a couple one night in
1: miami stories so uh you know <laughs> hey. just that right there you know it, it, made, it made me reminisce yeah. i was like oh i remember if you don't have i remember that one night in miami if you don't have one of those stories go get you one you deserve it. <laughs> you you, you survived 2020. Go get yourself a one-night Miami story. It, it's, they're always great. Some of them are bad. Like, you know, if you got some, like, bad Molly, you just, you know, we won't get into that. Go get yourself a good one-night Miami story. So that's one of the things that, like, really uh, uh, attracted me to this movie. The the It's just kind of nostalgic, right? Miami's a beautiful city. Um, but, you know, this is a Regina King film, and she's had... You know over the past few years, she's just been a force to reckon with, and I loved a lot of the work that she's put out. I love the projects that she's been a part of. Should even her, uh, uh, I think she's like the creative director of like uh Cadillac now. She like She's directed uh, a few of Cadillac's more recent commercials, like the Escalade and some of their newer vehicles. I think she's done some really interesting work on those projects as well. She is just been on, uh, she's just been rolling. So, um, you know, when I Found out that she was directing this film. Like, okay, you know, I need to see this project, and I think the story is just so interesting. Um, you know, what if, you know, what if you were a fly on the wall in a room with Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, Cassius Clay, and Jim Brown, right? What if you were in that room that one night in Miami? Just the concept, the story here. I just, I just thought it was really interesting, and I was, uh, you know, I was, I was really excited to see this film.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh, what I found relatable about the movie, man, is just uh, with all the questions, man, that were, were brought up in it, man, there's just so many different aspects to this film that uh, obviously we'll jump into the plot and what we think about that. But uh, just from just from, um, you know, kind of like immediate reactions, man, um, you know, kind of the dynamic between, you know, you, you had Malcolm X, right, uh, in the film who uh, was basically more distrusting of, uh, you know, uh, more weary, uh, of, uh, somebody like Sam Cooke, who, you know, more of came from the, from the standpoint of, um, okay, Hey, you know, capitalism, bitch, like, let's, let's get this money while we can, you know, uh, and let's do it however we fucking can, you know, or Malcolm X was talking about more, of, um, you know, liberation and things like that for the black community. But, you know, I think, you know, Jim Brown, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, his you know the character i guess in the movie uh said it best where he was like well you can't really be liberated until you know until you have that that economic uh you know freedom um so i and i find myself caught you know in that in that you know uh in, in in those uh in that thought pattern of you know you can't really be you know free until you're economically free you know and so the big question is well how do you do that and and i found myself you know very I find myself on a consistent basis thinking about those type of questions, you know, uh, about, okay, well, what do you put your efforts more towards too about making yourself economically free or um, doing kind of like the grassroots efforts uh, in order to, uh, you know, you uh, know, push your community forward in order to, to, or maybe it's both, maybe it's a combination of, of both of those things, you know? And in fact, that's probably where the answer lies is somewhere in between. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And so that, that's, that's what I really found relatable about the movie, but, uh, let's jump into the, uh, the, the, the plot of the film. Let's talk about how, how we felt about uh, the, the plot of One Ninety Miami.
1: Uh, so, you know, uh, As I mentioned before, right, this film, uh, very much a play style film as uh, the majority of the film takes place in just a single room, a single hotel room uh, in Miami. And I forget what exactly that hotel was. I want to go back and I want to find that out. Um, It'd be really interesting the next time that I'm in Miami. uh, Hopefully that's soon when it's safe to travel. So I kind of go back, uh, find that place and go, go see it, you know, see what it looks like today. Um, but you have Malcolm, Malcolm X, uh, Cassius Clay, Sam cook uh, as well as Jim Brown, all uh, very prominent African-American men during this particular time, uh, all at like the top of their fields, um, so to speak. And all of them taking a somewhat different approach to, um, you know, like, not necessarily liberation, but improving the quality of lives for like, you know, Black Men and women in America, right? Jim Brown does it by using his platform in sports. Muhammad Ali does it by using his platform uh, in, in boxing. Cassius um, Sam Cook in music. Uh, Muhammad Ali in in you know uh, you know he's a he's a speaker. He's a social rights political advocate, right? So they're they're all kind of like clashing and and, and trying to decide like whose method is best, like who's right, who's wrong, um, not necessarily like fighting with each other, but like some of them have their disagreements. Obviously we saw a lot of Malcolm X disagreeing with Sam cook and that he thought Sam cook was somewhat of an uncle Tom, you know, playing, you know, singing and jiving and dancing for the white man and where well, he should be more militant and he should use his platform to like, you know, uh, really be like more of a freedom fighter. Right. Uh, so it's this story of, of tensions and struggles within, the black movement uh, within the black experience and the black struggle during this particular time, and you have in this room in this uh, this this one night this long conversation of these very prominent figures trying to figure out like who's right, who's wrong. Is nobody right or wrong? And and there there are many ways to skin the cat. I think is the saying. Um, so for me, this is a story about like like tension, uh, but positive tension. Tension that like creates you know positivity long term. Uh, So I I just thought the story was really unique. I just thought it was, again, to have been a fly on the wall in that room, um, if this conversation were to actually have taken place, uh, would have been a very interesting experience. And like what all of those men learned from that night, um, you know, theoretically, I think that it would have been a very powerful thing.
0: Yeah, Uh, so I thought that this was a, um, it was a mixed bag for me, uh, as far as like the plot for the film goes. Um, And the reason why I say that is because it was as if um, it's it's kind of like the movie to me didn't know what it wanted to be. On one hand, you have it, you have these uh, uh, these iconic uh, black, you know, men who. Um, who you know yeah like sure Any you could you know you don't have to sell that too hard to everybody You'd be like hmm what would if we we had sam cook uh, uh jim brown um malcolm x and uh muhammad ali or i guess cassius clay um at that point in time uh all in a room and just talking you know uh just talking to each other because they're friends you know uh what would that conversation go like yeah you don't have to try hard to sell that right <laughs> um but It was as if the movie didn't know whether it wanted to stick with that or the more broader themes about, you know, uh, being black in America. Right. And and the reason why I say that is because when we start off the movie, we don't really get any pretext to like why they're all friends, you know, how they became friends or like anything like that. We just kind of jump right into the story. Jump right into them in this one night. And so you never really establish like basically like a good, like rapport between them of like, Oh, okay. I see why these guys are friends or I know a little bit of backstory here. You know, and I know why this is happening. Um, and, and really the movie to me was carried by this sort of, uh, at the beginning, they kind of tease this thing with, uh, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm X. And this is when he's basically about to leave the, the nation of Islam. Um, and, uh, you know, and, they make it so that that was kind of like the focal point of the movie, meaning that, that, that was like the big reveal, you know, towards the end of the movie of, you know, Oh, you know, Malcolm's going to leave the nation of Islam. And of course, uh, uh this was coincided with, uh, Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay deciding he wanted to convert to Islam, uh, and obviously then be Muhammad Ali. Um, uh, and so that big reveal is what was supposed to sort of cause, uh, sort of like a riff that's what we were waiting for but it felt kind of like it, it felt like out of place when we got to it because it was just like oh i didn't really care about this anymore but it's like because it's like at the end of the movie and you really like they spend like a good like 10 minutes on it and then that's it and then uh because you know uh muhammad ali at that point is he's angry with uh with malcolm but then like two seconds later he's like ah that's fine Let's go do this interview real quick. And it's just like, oh, okay. So that really wasn't that like important of a thing, but it they with the way that they tease it at the beginning. So I was like, I would have rather either us to focus on just the relationships and then, you know, organically sort of find out about all these issues that they're having with a larger issue of being black in America, especially a black man in America, stick with that, you know, um, and, and stick with like their relationships, uh, or make it kind of all based around sort of like a bigger sort of like reveal or something like that, make it more of like a mystery kind of thing about like, what's what I spent. And, and the reason why I'm saying all this is because dude, like literally about like halfway through the movie, I was like, I don't really know what this movie's about. Like I get what I get the obvious reasons, you know, for the movie, but when I'm looking at it uh, plot wise, I was like, I don't really understand like what the thing is that we're supposed to be focusing on in, in this movie. It felt like it just, scattershot of just random shit um but i feel weird about it because i still like the movie weirdly enough usually when i say it, anything that comes close to that it's usually followed by yeah and i hate it you know um but no all the characters they were engaging man uh and i would say that this movie was really you could tell that this was from a stage play because uh it really was carried by the performances of the actors like absolutely if, if it weren't for that I I don't think I could say that I really appreciated this, 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 this movie. And honestly, that's not even weird enough. I I don't even want to talk ill of Regina King. I don't even think it's, I think it's, it's weirdly how like the movie's constructed. So I it's either between how it was written or how it was interpreted from how the the movie itself was written. um, That I think kind of leaves me a little wanting for more, but I can't really speak ill of her. I think she, she made good directions, but I think when you look at the overall plot of the film, that's where I kind of like, I'm like, Hmm, like what's really going on here? Um, but uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I gotta
1: agree with you. Like like when I say this movie, like there was, um, you know, it's like kind of like this this tense. What was supposed to be a fun night that turns into like a tense debate slash argument slash conversation between these four men. When I say like the you know, the tension, and I also agree with you that it was kind of hard to figure out exactly what this movie wanted to be. Like, is this about Uh, is this like a a more of a political movie where like you know these four men who became these big figures these big political civil rights figures uh uh, are trying to figure out like how do we move forward how do we work together or how do we take our four different methods and um maybe combine it together to to unify right or or is it just like hey we we're all going to take our own different paths or is this movie really just about these four men in the hotel room having uh an interesting conversation one night in Miami, right? Like what was this movie really supposed to be? I don't know. But as you said, the characters' performances really carry this film. Maybe that's what it was supposed to be. Four really strong iconic characters or iconic men in a room together one night in Miami. Maybe that's all it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, either way, even though I, I don't exactly know what this movie was like, what the what the goal of it was, what the end game of it was i still enjoyed it it was slightly like underwhelming because i was expecting some big reveal at the end right i was expecting something major to happen something like unexpected and i didn't get that so that part was underwhelming but to your point again the character performances were so strong um with that said uh let's jump into that part right
0: yeah who uh, were uh and and, you know uh the i should say mention the casting by credit on this film is kimberly Harden. um but go ahead and say what you're about to say
1: no, I was gonna um, say, you know, uh, in, in terms of the cast, who were who's your MVP? Who were your runner-ups? And and just to go through the the cast member again, um, Kings uh, Kingsley Benadir uh, played Malcolm X. We've got Eli Gore who played Cassius Clay. Uh, Aldis Hodge uh, played Jim Brown. We know Aldis Hodge from uh, we know more recently from was it Aquaman?
0: uh i think yeah i think he was in aquaman Um uh, no 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 that's that wasn't uh that's that wasn't Hodge. that was uh that was the dude from uh from the new candy man movie uh damn i forget what his name is okay um,
1: uh, you know what uh, we know him from like hidden figures he was in die hard straight yeah. out of compton uh, and i think he's doing a movie with the rock um pretty soon uh black adam i think he's gonna be a black Adam yeah, as well I mean, black
0: adam, we talked about uh, it,
1: so, yeah, yeah so he's been doing uh he's been doing some work and, and then we have leslie odom jr who plays sam cook um but who's your runner-up who's your mvp
0: yeah. Uh, so I will have to say that, um, you know, in, in, in kind of thinking about that idea of like, you know, runners up and MVPs, I, I think you, you can give it to like pretty much like anybody, Every you know, all the characters, you know, did such a great job, um, you know, in the movie. Um, but I will say that, that my runner up, I think it has to be, uh, Ildis just uh, uh, Hodge. Uh and, 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 you know, one of the main reasons is um, when, I've seen him in, in, a, in a few different things uh, and uh, and and usually I, th- I think I sometimes think that his his characters can kind of get uh, or Aldis Hodge is, is what I'll say um, this is obviously his name um, what I can say is, is that he sort of like kind of plays the same person each time you know no, no matter what the role is he kind of always is that person he and he sort of you know is the same with you know this character uh, where he played Jim Brown you know who's who's you know, and obviously like an actual person, um, but I will say that when he spoke, I was like, "Oh shit, that's that's, he's, that's Jim Brown right now. He sounds mm-hmm. slam like fucking Jim Brown." <laughs> you know, I'll be damned. You know, and so it was just really great to see him kind of step into that role, um, and uh, and really own it. You know, I think he was, you know, every bit of Jim Brown as anybody else, you know, could have could yeah. have been, you know. Uh, and I really did appreciate it. And he had so many like little one-liners that he delivered perfectly well. Uh, and I would say honestly, probably the most shocking part of the movie was a, a scene that we just saw flash on the screen, but uh but uh to describe it to everybody, obviously, uh, you know, and hopefully you've seen the movie with us dropping so many fucking spoilers and shit, but um uh one of the, the the shocking moments of the film, man, was when he was visioning the uh, the old white dude, and then you know the old white dude is so nice, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you want me to? He goes into the, the old white dude goes into the house, and he's like, oh, you're you're you know, you need to move some furniture. Let me hear. You. Let me help you. And he's like, oh, pff, you know, we don't let niggas in the house. I was just like, yeah. "Wait, hold on!" <laughs> I was like, "I was not prepared for that." I knew something was coming. That I was like, "All right, this dude's a little too friendly, and there's a little bit of tension there." You can kind of sense it. It was all too good to be true, and then it was, but it was shocking. And just that whole scene, I think, was set up really well from from Aldous Hodge uh, in the way that he portrayed it. And that was his like first seat, you know, that he, yeah. that he had in a movie, you know, um, and it was it was fantastic. So I'll, I'll give him my runner up, my MVP. Uh, I, I think it, it, it just has to be King. Lee uh kingsley ben air um ben adir for one i've seen him in a few different things uh have you watched uh, high fidelity with uh, zoe kravitz on uh hulu no i've not okay. seen it yet yeah uh so he's in that uh i didn't think he was particularly great in that but that's kind of like one of the things i know him from. Um, i do remember him from um i know you remember the oa
1: yes who did so he play in the
0: oa he was the the black guy in season two <laughs> yeah, pretty quintessential. But, <laughs> uh, uh, uh Argus I I kind of sort of. He's like remember. the detective guy. Uh,
1: ah, yeah yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like him as a the detective. Yeah.
0: Um. So, uh. So I've known him for from a few different things, but I think, you know, and with everybody talking about like, oh, you know, these British actors, you know, why are all these roles going to them? And I, I love Regina, uh King's response to that, and it was very blunt, which is he was the best person for the job, and <laughs> and it's when you watch the movie, you're like, okay, yeah. I, I can yeah. see what you're saying because uh, he, he fucking I think he knocked it out of the park uh, out of the park uh, as Malcolm X. Now, I will say that it was my my first time seeing Malcolm X in the light that they portrayed him. So it was a little jarring, you know, usually, you know, in, in watching, you know, both movies as well as, you know, from books and things like that. You get a sense of who Malcolm X was. Um, uh, but this was the first time I've kind of seen him paint painted in this very sort of like vulnerable light. Uh, and honestly, kind of a manipulative uh, light where he he basically has all the the, the guys come through, um, but he doesn't he's not really forthcoming about like exactly like what he's looking forward uh, to out of that out of that night. Uh, so but uh, but I can't say enough about how Kingsley uh, Benadir, uh, um, uh about his turn as Malcolm X. Uh, he was. He was the best person for the job. Like he, you just he, he, was Malcolm X, uh, for for that for that stretch of time, um, at, at least so far as I know, I didn't fucking I didn't know Malcolm X uh, to nobody's surprise, you know, <laughs> I didn't know him personally, but uh, but I will say that uh, I really did appreciate his performance uh, as as Malcolm X. I thought I thought he did a, a fantastic, a fantastic job with it. How about you?
1: So for me, I got to give my runner up to Aldous Hodge. As Jim Brown, Uh, I think to your point, like he he put on that you know the suit of that character very well. Um, That opening scene where he goes to visit that like old guy, old white guy on the porch, and I don't know who that guy was. Was he like the mayor? Some he was in someone important in that in that town or that city where Jim Brown was from. as soon as I saw him, he presented himself as Jim Brown, like to me, like he transformed into the character. Um, and I didn't even think about him in any other roles from any other films that I've seen him in, like uh, his voice, his dictation uh, and Jim Brown, you know, at this point he was like the number one athlete, in the NFL. He was a running back for the Cleveland Browns. You hey, know, look, he and, had- if I,
0: and if I can toss in real quick, he was fucking yoked up too. I don't, I mean like we never actually really get to see him, but like, he looked like he was fucking swole for the, for yeah, the role. I mean, so I'll throw that in you.
1: He know, a professional football player running back, right? So he had to, physically, he also had to look the part, right? So I would imagine, and Aldous Hodge, he's not like a small guy. We've seen him in like other, um, you know, somewhat action roles, right? And we know he's also uh, going to be in Black Adam opposite uh, Dwayne Johnson. So I, I would imagine he's been in the gym both for this movie and for that movie. So he looked the part. Um, The thing that stood out the most to me was like his dictation, his, 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 how he uh, vocal vocalized his lines, right, he really sounded like Jim Brown, this like powerful, you know, profound, uh, quiet and like, like, not necessarily like smoldering, you know, like, he was Jim Brown. If you have ever seen his interviews or his movies, or like he doesn't say much, but when he speaks, it's powerful. And he really did that well in this movie. So he was my uh, he was my runner up. My MVP is not necessarily the character that had the most screen time, the character that had the most like complexity or dynamics. My MVP for this is for me the character who I believe was the most likable and presented what I thought was like one of the most compelling. Uh, arguments for like why they were who they were and why they were going the path that they were, right? Because I really just look at this movie as a conversation between four men, four men who have taken different paths and different routes in life to become, uh, to you know get to the point where they were and four men that are going to continue down four different paths, but at the end of the day, they have the same goal. Uh, my, so my MVP goes to, uh, was it Leslie? Uh, sorry, Leslie Odom Jr., who plays Sam Cook. Um, the music that he brought to this film was very—you know—some of my favorite songs. Um, I love Sam Cook's music. I love uh, what he did in the music industry to uh, to 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 like really like amplify. African American voices, African American musicians. So I like him as a person outside of this movie. I liked how Leslie Odom Jr. portrayed Sam Cooke in this in this film, um, and and I really like the argument that he made towards the end of you know uh, like owning music, owning his masters, and like um, while he wasn't going like the civil rights activists, you know the by any means necessary route that Malcolm X was going, he was going to create opportunities for um, uh, you know black and um, sorry, uh, men and women through economic empowerment, right? So I, I liked his argument. I liked how he portrayed that character. I like his delivery. I liked his sound. I like the music that he brought to, to the movie. So he goes, uh, he gets my MVP. But the uh, to your point, Kingsley Benadir, who played Malcolm X, I mean, uh, I thought he, he, you know, obviously he's the best man for the job. I can't think of anybody else who I would like to have seen this, um, to see, you know, portray Malcolm X, I kind of wanted to give it to uh, at least give my runner up to the um, actor who played uh, so Eli Gore who played, played Cassius Clay, but for me there were several times in the movie where he like broke character where I didn't feel like he was Cassius Clay, uh, whether it was like through his mannerisms or um, through the voice because Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay has a very distinct voice and there were some times throughout this movie I feel like he broke that. And uh, so I so I couldn't give it to him, but I still think he had a great performance as well.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh. So yeah. Let, let's talk about the uh, the cinematography for the film real quick. Uh. As well as like the uh, the the music. Uh. The cinematography for, uh, credit for the film is Tammy uh, Riker, and the uh, the film is edited by Tariq and uh, War or in War. Um. So, uh, I love the cinematography of the film. I will say that it was every bit, uh, it was shot, you know, again, uh, basically like it was like a stage play. Um, that's <laughs> how it felt. Uh, and and it and it felt like that, you know. Um, there wasn't too much that jumped off the page to me, um, in terms of uh, any sort of like you know, new techniques or anything like that that were used. I think everything. Uh, Was pretty dope. Uh, I will say the one uh, underwater scene with uh, where, you know, and I I believe that's an actual real event that actually happened was uh, 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 Muhammad Ali's um, underwater uh, scene. That was pretty fucking dope. uh, You know, seeing that that iconic image there. But um, yeah, but outside of that, man, I didn't I didn't really think, you know, too much jumped off the page for me, uh, um, you know, visually uh, for the uh, for the movie. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you there, right? like This is a,
1: a movie that was uh, meant to look and feel like a play. Um, so there's not really much you could do uh, in terms of like dynamic uh, cinema, cinematography with this, right? It needs to look and feel like a play. Uh, you know, the majority of the film took place in the hotel room. Um, so... The only thing you really had to achieve there was to make sure you capture as much of the characters like in a single shot that you can. Right. To make it really feel like you're in a room with these four men and they're all having a conversation. Um, I think they did that well. Uh, there were some really interesting uh, uh, moments. You know, I think the Muhammad Ali fight, I think they captured that well. It really felt like a boxing match. Um, and you got a real good taste for like you know, what it may have been like to be in a Muhammad Ali fight to, to, you know, what it may have been to be in Muhammad Ali's corner where he's, uh, you know, he's very charismatic. He's very, you know, he's, he's got the showmanship. He's funny, you know, uh, those moments were fun. Uh, You know, I I liked the, uh, again, the the character, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. who plays Sam Cooke. He really sold that character to me. I liked the performances. I liked the music. Um, So I think cinematography was, it was it was done tastefully and uh uh you know, mission accomplished, right? Like they 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 really uh accomplished that goal of like making this feel like a play.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so, uh, as far as like music goes or the soundtrack, uh, the the music by credit for the film is credited to Terrence uh, Blanchard. Um, yeah, uh, again, from a music standpoint, I think it's, it's obviously you know there's a lot of Sam Co- uh, Sam Cooke presence, obviously you know because he was a uh, musician and he's one of the yep. four major characters in the film. Uh, and so, uh, so we get we got a heavy dose of uh, you know a lot of his uh, a lot of his music. Uh, but the one that obviously of note is uh, you know a change is going to come um which um uh which you know was a was uh it was significant to the film um you mm-hmm. know, the, the song both you know with its words but then also with that it's basically you know uh, we sort of end on that note you know um and uh and so yeah outside of that i, I didn't think you know again uh you know to you know didn't really do too too many other crazy things i will say that they did give it the music that especially once they sort of get to like the hotel uh, and all that, it did give it a, like a lighter note, right? You, you kind of knew that this wasn't going to be like a brooding type of movie or something where we're going to be dealing with some crazy things. And honestly, I probably should have known at that point, we weren't in for any like major crazy like reveals because the music didn't really indicate that It, it, it indicated a more of a lighter note, uh, more of a, um, uh, Uh, more of a i'm not going to say not serious but um more of a uh almost like a whimsical kind of uh, movie uh you know in in that case so uh i I think that's what the actual um uh that's what the soundtrack um sort of dictated uh as we sort of approached that sort of like the main scene where we we, we were in the hotel room with them Um, but again aside from that i didn't really think anything was uh, too to do wild with yeah i mean i
1: echo pretty much everything that you said uh a lot of sam cook in this movie um the music was intentional it, it was supposed to be like very background right very secondary um really it was just supposed to be like noise to uh give texture and flavor to to the scene but really like the conversations uh, that these men were having was supposed to be prominent it wasn't supposed to be compromised at all by any type of like sound effects or or music um so i think that's uh that was that was done well other than when you know sam cooks uh you know when his character line when his or his character really uh came to the forefront like when the conversation was about him or that scene was about him or that moment was about him they they amplified his music of course uh, other than that the music was, what it was supposed to be like background.
0: Yeah. Um, So uh, yeah. uh, You know, I I think that, uh, that we've summed everything up uh, uh, that we can. Um, The last notes that I'll say about the film is, uh, you know, there, there were some iconic, like this actually was a night that actually happened uh, that they, they, uh, they actually did get together, you know, and they did, uh, you know, vanilla ice cream was a very major sort of, uh, (laughs) um, point of emphasis in the film and um and and that did apparently happen um uh but obviously with you know in movies like this you 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 downplay some events that might have actually happen in that case and then you amplify some others that maybe didn't maybe you embellish a little bit on, on some of those cases um so apparently that this this film is, is is a little bit of a mixed bag when it comes to what was true and what wasn't true uh, that uh, a, a decent amount of it actually did actually happen which is super fucking interesting to think of um yeah but uh but it, there's still like a lot of liberties that were were, were taking uh taken with it um yeah, I, I, what I can't shake the feeling of, man, is, is that I, I felt like the movie, it, I still liked it, but I was I think the the idea of it, like there being like an actual like, oh, my gosh, like something's going to happen in this. That's kind of like earth shattering. You always feel it simmering in the movie, um, despite what the the the. Um, uh, what the music might tell you, or despite what the plot might tell you, uh, you you felt like it was something that was like, oh man, something's coming. And then it never really comes. And you're just like, oh, okay. Well that's disappointing, but okay. Um, I wish they would have rewritten it or redone it where that wasn't the feeling or that something like that was actually in a movie. Um, that's really my only like, you know, criticisms of it. I think outside of that, for that, it's a perfectly, Fine turn from uh, from Regina King. Um, I think, man, I, I think the world for her, man. I, I've, I've been such a big fan of hers, uh, you know, all the way back in her Friday days uh, or her yeah. uh, um, um, poetic justice days. You know, uh, you know, I, I think she's had such a long career and maybe a little bit underappreciated, I guess, in Hollywood in terms of both her longevity as well as just how good she's been in, man, from 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 Friday and and uh, um, poetic justice to uh, all the way to Watchmen, man. She's she's just she's done so much, and she's been great in fucking all of it, you know. And so I yeah. think she really is underappreciated, both for myself as well as I think uh, Hollywood in general. So, uh, I, I you know, I, 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 this clearly is not the last. We'll see of her as a director, and and you know, uh, I want to see more from her, man.
1: Yeah, I mean my last words I think this is going to be a great film in Regina's king uh Regina King's catalog, right? Like this is a really interesting story. It was done really tastefully. It was it was shot in um in in a very unique way again this play style film. Um I feel like, you know, the the the, the the casting for this film was uh, was appropriate was tasteful um, I, I like the texture the cinematography the music was great overall this is just a really good film um, I am left with that feeling that I was like slightly underwhelmed because you're waiting for something big to happen right what I would love to have seen towards the end is going from the night to you know from this like night that these four men are in the hotel in in Miami to uh, maybe how their lives diverged or converged um, after Malcolm X's assassination, right? Like, how did that night in Miami impact these men a- after that, right? I would have loved to have seen like, a, maybe like a fast forward, because I think he was assassinated, what, like, uh, like a year later?
0: Uh, who, Malcolm X? Malcolm X, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, it wasn't too long after that. I think it was 65. Yeah. So that. I mean, yeah. I, I
1: know like towards the, the credits of the uh, end of the movie, they like give the, uh, yeah. um, the details about like, you know, I think Muhammad Ali or Malcolm X did an interview where he was like, this is a time for martyrs and I feel like I will become one. And then I think two days after that interview, he was assassinated, but it was just like a year after that night in Miami. So I'd have loved to have seen, like, did, you know, the three men ever get back together and, and read, like discuss that night, right? Or, or how did that night impact the rest of their lives? um and, and we never got that but again this movie uh, that's not a knock on the film this movie was still great and i highly recommend anybody uh uh anybody you know if you have amazon prime absolutely watch this movie if you don't um and you're thinking about getting it this is a good reason to get
0: it yeah uh either way we press play on um one night in miami um uh, let us know what you think about it once you've had a chance to press play on it. Uh, if you, we assume you already did since you just listened to all of that. <laughs> um, but uh, drop a comment in the uh, comment section below. Let us know how you felt about the movie. Um, uh, you know, did you, did you like it? Did you, uh, yeah, well, whatever you thought about the movie, just, uh, just let whatever us know. Whatever you thought about it. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, so uh, from from a very interesting movie to a very weird and fucking interesting I don't even know if interesting is the fucking word I even want to uh, use. Oh, I'm getting way the fuck ahead of myself. Uh, we are actually going to be doing a trailer reaction. Um, so uh, you, I believe you put this in the uh, on the docket. Uh, I wasn't immediately familiar with the movie, but this is Boogie, um, uh, which is a uh, it's a it's a movie uh directed by uh, Eddie Hung uh, and written by Hung as well. Um and is uh stars uh uh, uh Taylor uh uh damn it. I'm gonna get this wrong. Taylor Takahashi. Taylor Takahashi. There you go. Yep. good, uh, good job. There you go. <laughs> yeah, moving up in the world. Um, Taylor Page, Dominic uh Lombard Dozy. Um Jorge uh Lindenberg Jr. Um and other people. Um (laughs) so this comes out uh um March 5th uh of this year. Uh we are going to react to the trailer. Uh I don't know why I had to say that with French accent, um, but we're gonna react to the trailer for this film, um, which we are going to bring up the Image of now. One sec. There we go. Alrighty, are we ready for our press play or press play? Uh, are we ready for a trailer reaction <laughs> for a bully? Bless you. Thank you, Cap. I think we are. I think we are ready. Uh, we're gonna dive right into the shiznit. Here we
1: go so again quick note this movie features a boogie the late a boogie. i'm sorry not a boogie uh, my bad <laughs> fucking what's his name pop smoke, pop smoke. uh who passed away uh, i believe in 2020 uh he was murdered unfortunately so this is his acting debut and his his final film as well <sighs> all right here we go have mercy have mercy have mercy
0: We never expected to have freedom or independence or equality in this country. But it doesn't matter what the challenges are. You run through that wall.
1: Whether you know it or not, right here, right now, you are a coming of age story. Mr. Alfred, welcome to AP English. I prefer my stripper name, Boogie. No one believes in an Asian basketball player. Have mercy on my soul. it's a joke in this country. We can cook, clean, count real good. but anything else, we we'll pick glass. But if you stick to our plans and we beat monk, we'll get our shot at the NBA. Look.
0: Have mercy on my... Yo, who is that? Oh, that's Eleanor. He could get it if he stopped staring.
1: As a self-paying Chinaman, I was skeptical about Boogie. I see
0: you there. to soup. Come on, back in the locker
1: room. All
0: right, all right. Look at
1: I'm sorry, Coach Hawkins and Principal Kodak. It's not necessary. This is our culture. Alfred has
0: parents who value respect and discipline. And without them, we are nothing. Yeah, I don't
1: cry no more.
0: You don't want to know what's going on in my house. My mom, she's responsible, but she doesn't believe in me. me. My dad is irresponsible,
1: but he believes in me.
0: I've got to represent. I got 5,000 years of Chinese history. It's a lot of pressure. I know how you feel, but you have a chance to change history. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy I need you to fight for yourself the same way you
1: fight for being Chinese.
0: Yeah, yeah. This has always been about you. Your plan to be monk. So what are you going to do? I got it on I got it on Have mercy on me.
1: You go run up if you want.
0: interesting interesting what are your thoughts for its thoughts it looks
1: good i'm not gonna say that this is like oscar worthy or like this is one of the most exciting movies or trailers um you know i've seen to date but like i think the just an element of uh you know this being like um pop smoke's acting debut uh that you know, it's going to do well because there are a lot of people who uh, thought that he was like a rising star and uh, he, he passed away well before his time, right? Uh, and I think the story here is a really interesting story. And a lot of times in Hollywood, you know, when we talk about like race, right, it's black and white, right? When we talk about racism in Hollywood, it, you know, the, whole, the people who dominate the conversations are is black people and white people, right? And you forget that, well, you don't really forget, but you just kind of like. Brush a lot of other minority groups to the wayside right um asians being one of them right there are a lot of really talented asian uh actors and actresses and they either get grouped together right maybe they get to do one big movie like crazy rich asians or uh they kind of get like typecast into these like very specific roles right uh and Asian culture is so massive. There's so many different Asian countries and a lot of people are just like, oh, you know, they're Korean or Chinese, right? But like Vietnamese actors and actresses or musicians or or if you're Taiwanese or if you're from Laos or if you're from Cambodia, you know, you can be from these many different Asian countries, but you kind of get grouped into one cultural identity, uh, which I would imagine is you know it's a huge struggle for them right it's something that you have to constantly try and overcome so this is a movie of this young asian basketball player who's uh, a young chinese basketball player who's trying to balance his culture as well as his own dreams um, which i think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to this movie uh, we got Dave East in this film we got pop smoke you know the music is going to be good um the story looks good as well
0: yeah from the uh you were just from the um the trailer you know we had a uh, kind of a, a- uh, what like a lo-fi version of uh of um 50 cent um many uh many men i believe that's that's what that was uh we're no i think that was pop out. smoke was that
1: really pop smoke has that like really deep register voice he kind of i mean, hit the, him but and 50 cent have done like though? several songs that's huh? a song
0: though that's that's 50s song right that's many so Imagine. i think
1: yeah i think pop smoke sampled that you know have mercy wow. on me um and but he did his own uh own track for it but again gotcha. that deep register that voice it sounds like early 50 and i think 50 was on that song so they probably uh you know had that's some of together. 50s verse in there too
0: yeah no idea i honestly i, I never really uh I, I knew who pop smoke was. i knew obviously he was an artist but i'd never really like listened to his music or anything like that so uh my apologies to <laughs> his fans out there if they're like you fucking idiot um so uh, either way, yeah, that was fucking, you know, that was fire coming out of the, the trailer. Um, uh, you know, what I can kind of like in this too is like a, it's kind of like an Asian hoop dreams, I guess is what we're going to get out of this, this film. Um, and, you know, you, you talked about the, the kind of uh, the focus on, you know, uh, you know the race in, in, in this film. Um, my prediction is that this is going to be a little bit of a divisive film because as soon as you go out of the realm of just black and white, then it becomes a little bit like a more mysterious in terms of how people are going to react to certain things. Uh, so I, you know, I don't, obviously, you know, you have to see the film to, to say, but I would have to probably say this is probably going to be a little bit of a divisive film from, from, from that aspect in terms of how they uh, convey all that um, because yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, we, we've seen a lot of basketball movies like this before, right? I think Channing Tatum did one where he's like the white boy on the basketball okay. team. He and had like, like
0: he had like three lines in fucking Coach Carter. I feel like you know maybe the the film didn't have really that much to do with. But yeah. uh, well, I mean, team. like again, we've seen like basketball movies like what well, basketball team. Someone has to fight for their te-
1: spot on the team. Someone is like, you know, a white kid has to try yeah. and be on the team or or. You know, black player has to try and join the team in like the all white community or something like that. Yeah. Um So uh, there, there's a trajectory that we can see here is Asian kid is gonna try and fight to make the team to let not let his like identity uh, overshadow like how good of a player he is. uh He meets for a lot of resistance he overcomes those resistance makes the team and you know maybe goes on to have like a really good like basketball or maybe go play it in college or something like that or Or maybe he just like says, hey, you know what? You know, my family, my culture is more important to me and I'm going to leave this basketball shit alone. I wonder how much this is going to like mirror or how much people are going to compare this to Jeremy Lin's story. Um or Jeremy Lin, we know he's like a Taiwanese American basketball player who's born here in California or born in California, but like you <laughs> know,
0: he's did you move right?
1: already? <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. You don't know where I'm at right
0: Apparently, now. Apparently, no, you're in Wakanda right now. I'm That's, in Wakanda, uh,
1: clearly. Yeah uh, actually you do know where I'm at. But anyway, so Jeremy Lin, Taiwanese <laughs> American basketball player, made it to the NBA. So he was like the big uh you know breakthrough for like Asian basketball players and athletes, right? Um so I wonder how much of this is gonna follow his story. Uh we'll see, but either way looks good soundtrack sounds good uh you know i wonder where this music is going to de- uh, this uh, film is going to debut um it's probably gonna be on a streaming service uh and i just wonder which one
0: maybe i didn't uh i actually didn't see that immediately in the uh a little bit of research i did for the film um but uh but yeah anyways uh it comes out march 5th wherever it should come out um <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, that was our review or our reaction to uh, Boogie. Uh, let us know in the comment section below what did you think of the trailer for for Boogie. Uh, and um, uh, and yeah, drop drop your favorite, uh, d- drop whatever track I should listen to for Pop Smoke. Uh, I want to know, I don't want to know what music I should be checking out from Pop Smoke um, because you I he's got, got a couple hits. Machine. I mean, you you
1: just gotta listen, you just gotta spend a day listening to the album. Okay. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of the same on it. I mean, I'm not going to, just, just because he, he passed away, I'm not going to pretend like I love his music. I listened to his whole album, really didn't like it too much. It's a lot of the same shit. Um, you know, you know, like these young rappers, you know, bitches, I'm going I'm to kill this person. I'm a gangster, you know, you can't fuck with me. I'm strapped. It's a lot of that, but um, there are a few songs on there where you're like, okay, this this kid has range. She's got some, uh, you know, he has got a future, but uh, unfortunately that ended a little bit sooner than it should have.
0: Well, yeah, fair enough. Uh, with that being said, drop your favorite Pop Smoke song. <laughs> let me know which one I should check out. All right. I don't know if I have the whole time for the entire album, but let me know which one I should focus on. All right. Moving on to our, our next trailer. This is a, this is an interesting one because we actually did do uh, a reaction to this particular trailer, uh, but it wasn't the actual trailer for the movie. Uh, it was like kind of a precursor where you know we did a reaction to it and i was puzzled that. i was like this isn't a trailer this is just a scene from the movie uh but we're talking about um the movie the upcoming tom holland movie uh um, cherry um and uh and yeah i was very confused by the uh uh by the scene that we were watching that we thinking was a trailer but turns out that that wasn't the trailer the trailer was uh, uh to come forth uh but this is um uh cherry is a, uh, a movie about an army medic uh, who's suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder and becomes a serial bank robber after an addiction to drugs uh puts him in debt uh, this is directed by the russo brothers uh and it was written by uh angelo russo uh Ott stott i believe that's how you pronounce that i don't know um jessica goldberg uh and um uh, and uh, Nico Walker, who I guess the, who wrote the actual novel that the movie is based off of. Uh stars Tom Holland, uh Ciara uh Bravo, Jack Raynor, um, among others. Uh okay, we are going to react to the first trailer uh of Cherry. Uh and here we go. <laughs> I'm 23 years old, and sometimes
1: I wonder if life was wasted on me.
0: Before we get too far, what the fuck would you do if that happened? See, you're working at a bank as a teller, and somebody passes you a note, $1 a bill. Hey, this is a robbery. But I, don't even, I can't even remember what the fuck that thing said. Give it? him the it's money. Similar. This ain't my money. Huh? <laughs> I, you I just it. work here. <laughs> <laughs> say my money Take yeah, it. It. it's always so fucking funny when people try to play like hero ball Like, oh my god like it, i always find it hilarious when like people who work at like stores go chasing after somebody who just ran out of the door with like a fucking like a fucking gatorade bottle and it's like bruh you're yeah. gonna risk life and limb for fucking whatever it is and that thing's insured why? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? But anyways, and the the most he's gonna get is
1: like two thousand because they don't really keep that much money in the registers anymore, right? He's gonna get me like a couple thousand dollars.
0: No, take they, it, they, they, they keep a little more than a couple thousand. But but your point is well taken that it's not enough to fucking risk your goddamn life. So stop. Don't play hero ball with the fucking bank's money, right? All right, let's continue. I take all the beautiful things to heart. To lie about, die from
1: it. Hey, I'm really
0: happy you're here. Why that? Because I like you. You're it for me. I feel the same way. I joined the army. Why would you do that? Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's gonna happen. It's a nightmare. My one true accomplishment was not dying. I have this noise in my
1: head. It'll suck. One day it'll go quiet.
0: I don't imagine that anyone goes in for a robbery if they're not in some kind of desperation. I've been at this a while now. And it's no secret what my face looks like. Get on the ground! The one thing about robbing banks is you're mostly robbing women, so the last thing you want to be is rude. Ma'am, it's nothing personal. You're gonna make it through this. I love you. Can you look back to when you met the one you loved the most? and remember exactly how it was. What you saw in her that made you say yes. This is what I came here for. Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's gonna happen. And it's a nightmare.
1: Holy fuck! I couldn't wait for that trailer to end. God damn. Shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Well, let, let us know how you really feel. What do you what <laughs> like? Thoughts?
1: So the first time we we uh, did like the reaction to what was like the teaser, I guess, for this movie.
0: I guess you can call it a teaser. It, it was yeah. just a scene from the, the the movie. It was it was really weird. But
1: so to be honest, I thought that was good, right? Because like that movie, uh, so that that teaser, let's call it a teaser, right? Was uh. Like, there was no music, it was just sound, but like, you heard the the cars passing on the street, you heard like the other recruiter walking back and forth in the room. You saw you saw you heard the conversation between like him and the recruiter. Uh that was interesting because it's like, okay, you know, and you, you you basically saw this young man joining the army for the absolute wrong reason. And when when you see someone doing that, right? Like, you know, there's a lot of bad shit is going to happen next, right? I thought that was enough to intrigue me to this film, right? And maybe you get a second, maybe you get a full length trailer where it's a little bit more of that. Uh, but this trailer hated the music, to be honest. Like, the music in the beginning, like the, it sounds like one of those like wind up boxes where the little. It reminded like,
0: me of, uh it was either Suicide Squad or Joker. I think it was Suicide Squad where the
1: yeah, it it's like the little Tinker Bell, the wind up and but then all this crazy shit's happening behind it but like so there was that and then it switched to like the more like heavy rock and roll music as like he's like you know you see him in the army and obviously they're like a firefight somewhere out in the desert uh either way i fucking hated the music throughout this trailer um i, I feel like it gave too much of the story right now i know this is gonna be like somewhat of like a love story um, or maybe like a Joker kind of story where you just see someone descend into madness. And uh, either way, I feel like they gave me too much and I didn't like what they gave me any of it. Uh, the first thing we watched was way better than this.
0: Fair enough. Um, yeah. I, I not I definitely appreciated this way more than, than that first teaser because it was an actual, like, it wasn't just a random scene in the movie. It was a, it was like something that at least gave you some sort of flavor of what you're going to see. Right. Uh, I don't really like you know, trailers too much where they give you the entire plot, yada, yada. Everybody fucking knows that and basically feels the same way, right? But um, I want them to give me something. Give me something here. Give me something to go off of, you know? And I think that they did that properly with this trailer that they didn't do with that first one. Did they reveal too much? I don't know. Remains to be seen. You have to, I guess, watch the fucking movie to find out if you basically got the entire thing in the trailer. Um, but very obviously what this movie reminds me of and even just from the description right you can already say that it can draw comparisons to like dear john i guess less of that um but maybe even more so like jarhead right with uh, jake jill hall right um yeah you're, you're gonna get th- those sort of vibes from this movie um about or, or
1: better yet over. what is that movie with jake Chillen hall and um toby maguire remember they were brothers and like uh, Toby Maguire's character went like out to war, and I think he got captured. He was a POW, and they thought he was dead. And then Jake Gyllenhaal's character um, ended up marrying his, his. They were brothers, and he ended up marri- like or sleeping with his brother's wife.
0: Uh, if you give me like two
1: seconds, I can look that up. It was a really, really interesting movie. Like again, they were brothers. They thought he was dead. Uh, Toby Maguire, they thought his character was dead, but then he like made his way back. Ah, but he literally like, went, called
0: brothers it's called brothers yeah. okay <laughs> <Yeah>. i believe <laughs> but um, yeah
1: yeah but this kind of feels like that where it's like you know you leave one person you come back and like your circumstances have changed things are different you come back and you're somebody else um you know what what did he keep saying throughout this trailer like you know you already know what's gonna happen or something yeah like that.
0: I, it's like i've already seen everything that's happened and uh it's a nightmare Yeah, so that feels like, that
1: feels really like, like the Joker, like the, it feels like the Joker said that, you know, because the Joker's thing was like, you know, it's, it's all, everything's funny, right? Or some shit like
0: that. Maybe <laughs> you made it sound like the lamest shit ever, but sure. <laughs> Everything's a joke, right? Uh, that's probably more like it, but
1: I don't know. I just did. I just did. I just really didn't enjoy this trailer. I like the first hey, thing that we watched. The teaser. Enough. Uh
0: Either way, uh, the film will be out uh, February 26th, I believe. Um, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, this is definitely coming out on um, Apple TV plus. So, of course, it will be, you know, on on, on at least that streaming platform. Um so uh so yeah uh yeah i don't know i don't don't really i didn't really check out 21 bridges from the russo brothers not really looking forward to checking this out but i mean whatever uh if you know uh if if you call at what like you know 10 p.m at night and you recommend it i definitely won't watch it at that point in time uh and that's a callback to a uh, uh 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 you know, when you recommended a trash movie to me, but uh, in any event, let us know what you thought about the first trailer for uh, the movie um, Cherry from uh, the Russo brothers and starring Tom Holland. In any event, we will move the fuck on. Um, okay, so I know I jumped a gun earlier before, but I think we're going to uh, get to the story that I was alluding to uh, this time around. Um, so weird fucking story. Okay. Uh, and I know we're coming into this a little bit late, but, uh, but I figured we'd talk about it because it, I think it reveals something interesting about just society at large. Right. Uh, okay. Let's just cut to the fucking chase here. Everybody fucking thinks, uh, army hammer is uh, a fucking cannibal. Um, army hammer of course is a, uh, he's an actor in Hollywood. Uh, he's been in, uh, a few different things. Uh, uh, maybe the most notable of which it was a, a very, very panned movie, uh, the Lone Ranger. Uh, alongside uh, Johnny Depp. Um, But he's in the the social network. Um, uh, He was also in uh, the man from uncle uh, and other shit. Okay. Everybody thinks he's a cannibal. Right. Uh, And that was like the major headlines. But then along with that came different accusations like, you know, rape. Um, He was in trouble with the fucking Cayman islands for some reason. Uh, A lot of weird shit uh, has been going on with, with army hammer. Okay. Okay. This is a very good example of why it pays to just before everybody just jumps out there and starts saying, oh, I know, you know, you you want to just, you know, we want to crucify people in the court of public opinion. But maybe, you know, we should like look into shit first before maybe we, you know, just start writing articles or <laughs> and, and it's really interesting. Right. We've, we've seen article after article about this. Right. Uh, about oh, you know, people are saying, you know, just sliding them because they think he's a cannibal or um uh, or he's right now in, in the middle of a custody battle for his kids. Uh, he's getting a divorce from his wife, um, for, I guess it was now maybe, or maybe he already got a divorce from his, his wife. So she's his ex-wife. Um, uh, and so, uh, a lot of articles were written about like a lot of different aspects all in a rash because, you know, once one story hits, it kind of breaks the levy for like other stories, but I want to kind of parse this out. Cause there's a few different things happening first, uh, we have this uh this article um um about him uh getting in trouble with the Cayman Islands because apparently in a private uh uh in a private um IG video or, or whatever, uh he's seen kind of like walking around the room. Uh and then there's a woman who's on all fours. I'm gonna describe this to you. We actually had the clip. Uh sorry, Addie. Uh, but we had the clip. I decided not to show it because I I just didn't, I don't fucking care. What? Wait, Uh, you decided not to show the great clip? It's not even a great clip. It's just a woman on all fours uh, in lingerie. Show that shit. No. You're Mr. Fucking Politically
1: Correct. Listen, our viewers want to see this shit. It
0: has nothing to do with being politically correct.
1: Now they have to go somewhere else to see the thing that we're talking about that we could have showed it. That's fine. Sometimes,
0: sometimes, sometimes, it's already on the internet. Show it. No, sometimes you, I simply you, refuse. I, I did that is not what this channel is, and that's not like a middle-aged wanna... white woman sometimes.
1: <laughs> you know what? Let, let me take this story over because you're gonna tell it in some like politically correct, uh boring way. So uh <laughs> dirtbag sorry, my favorite sorry. you know, I, I used to hate Army Hammer, I kinda like him now. Um, so, he a, okay. <laughs> so he had a, so he had a, so he, uh, so he kind of, he had a Kevin Durant burner account, right? So he had like a secret Instagram account at L destructo 86, uh, weird, 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 weird handle, but whatever. So, uh, <laughs> So on his Kevin Durant Burner account, right? He's uh, at the Ritz Carlton in the Cayman Islands. He's giving a tour of his bedroom. And in the tour, like, uh, you know, he like passes by his bed, right, and there's a woman on all fours in like lingerie, right? Um, And like the, the caption for this, this is the best part. Why you'd put this caption, I don't know, but this is a great caption. It says, well, my ex, for a very good reason, wife is refusing to come back to america with my children so i have to go back to the cayman which sucks except there are a few silver linings like fucking miss cayman while i'm down while uh, i'm down there
0: so again you know he's giving the tour of his room and wasn't it like hashtag like sorry kids wasn't that um Mm -hmm. did he do that or was that another tweet that might have been another either tweet or like post or something like that but i remember one like message he wrote like sorry kids but like it had it was in no relation to like the rest of his shit and i was just like why i was very confused by it but anyways continue
1: yeah uh so uh, you know and i don't even know like i guess someone hacked his account and this leaked or someone who knew that this was his account may have yeah i'm sure somebody who
0: knew on that account just like leaked it
1: once so so lesson learned here um don't if you've got a kevin durant burner account don't let like your friends know or like let other people know like what's the point of having a burner account if people know it's you right that's like killing someone and like throwing (laughs) the gun away and but like telling people where you threw the gun with your fingerprints on to be
0: fair kind of Kevin durant had a burner twitter account which like you can get away with it on Twitter because you're just fucking tweeting, but with IG, you're like taking pictures and taking videos and shit. So it well, seems I, kind I, of stupid I, to begin with. I don't, I, I doubt he
1: had like his face as like the, uh, you can um, fucking
0: hear him talking on the video. Like it's clearly him. <laughs> like, he, like, what he, he, he does doing? have a fairly like unique voice, but he didn't even
1: change it. Right no <laughs> so Ugh. what the fuck uh, that's terrible yeah anyway okay. So, okay. So, again, so so again so again he's in the cayman islands he's going through a divorce with his ex-wife right uh, so apparently she they're going through this divorce, and she's been living in the cayman islands with his children he's trying to get his children back to the u.s or at least like get like 50 uh joint custody with the kids um so obviously the uh and i didn't know this was a thing the miss cayman islands universe committee uh, chairperson got wind of this and like didn't did deny like obviously she came out and said hey that is in fact not miss cayman islands um and that committee sounds like some like uh sex trafficking shit to be honest the miss cayman islands universe committee what the fuck are you guys do Doesn't what's really going on have here? like a
0: miss whatever it is a Miss whatever the place is yeah I, I think they need to be investigated
1: for like <laughs> i feel <laughs> like i feel like there's some drug or sex trafficking going on there uh, but anyway so they came out world, yeah So the committee was very disturbed. They came out and they said, no, Army Hammer did not Fuck Miss Cayman Islands. That was not her on the bed. And um, and then a, a windfall of things happened, right? As you said, a bunch of other articles were written about well, Army Hammer.
0: Really, I think if we're talking about the chronological order of things, I think this came kind of like after all the other shit had broke, because that's the only reason why this is even a story, right? Like it's so fucking stupid. For one, it's on a private IG, so it's not like he ever fucking intended for anybody else to catch wind that he's calling somebody Miss Cayman. Like it's so fucking stupid that he even had to come out and apologize. It's so fucking dumb. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's get past that point.
1: So, uh, and, and just to read, just to jump on that really quickly, like whatever I search while I'm incognito on Google,
0: I, listen, I'm incognito for a reason. Hey, look, don't judge me. I don't want to be judged. Look, if we all had to release our incognito searches, I feel like, you know, we'd all be embarrassed. So <laughs> let's just stop trying to fucking. Absolutely. Like, Your incognito searches are either stupid
1: shit you probably already should know, shit you don't want anybody else to know shit you're you're even embarrassed that like you're doing you're i'm so embarrassed i'm searching this but i'm gonna do it anyway uh, and just a lot a mountain of porn right uh so am i judging army hammer for this no this is like a non-story that somebody got a window of and they're like fuck my editor needs me to write a story yeah. about something so so I, I like what you Armie said hammer
0: there. Story. this this is for sure a non-story but that's why i don't necessarily want to focus on that i feel, I feel like that's the most irrelevant part of the story right uh, the most relevant part, or, and I'm going to get to this. I'm going to build a case here. Okay. I know you said this is going to be more, but follow me here. Okay. So he gets dropped from this movie with JLo, right. Uh, that he's doing, um, shotgun. Well, I think
1: he right? actually chose to, uh, or he, he dropped out. Movie. He
0: dropped out of the yeah. movie and is being replaced by somebody who kind of looks vaguely like him. Right. Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. Uh, yeah. Uh, also Isn't that Fergie's, has, yeah, Fer- Fergie's scraps. <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry. I don't have anything against Justin. I just thought it was a funny bar. Um, uh, all because, uh, of this cannibalism thing, right? That these text messages or IG chat, whatever the fuck you call it, IG live, I don't, what do we, whatever the fuck you call it, the thing on IG that you direct message DM right on IG or Twitter, whatever the fuck the, you know, what it, it, it's it, called. Was, I have no idea. Um, uh, so, uh, it's because of this, this cannibalism thing, right? So what i find so interesting about this is that the real issue here isn't even what the fuck everybody is like you know up in arms about or they're talking about right everybody's talking about him being a potential cannibalism here's why this whole thing is fucking weird is because the messages that are in question aren't even fucking ver. to my knowledge maybe i'm wrong you know and it has been to this point you know who knows fact check me if i am to my knowledge it hasn't been verified that the fucking messages are even real right like are, that even came from him right so everybody's making a big fucking deal about this but like we don't have any fucking chat logs we don't have any fucking phone logs or anything like that it has been ver- verified with the carriers uh which makes this whole fucking scenario like dude do, don't we want to wait until like we have some concrete shit like the, the women who even um put this forward didn't even like they didn't even put their like actual names behind it it was all anonymous right so what <laughs> like can we just pump the fucking brakes real quick before, you know, we just start believing that Army Hammer is a cannibal? Now, I'm not even saying that uh, he's not capable of being. I, I don't know fucking Army Hammer. I don't I don't, you know, I know Hollywood people are into weird shit. So I wouldn't even be fucking shocked if that was some weird shit that they were, you know, that he was into. Right. I'm just but saying as long like, as he's not eating kids or black people. they say he might be a cannibal so uh we don't know what he's eating exactly but you know i'm well yeah listen like i like i said as long as it's not children or black people jesus christ eat away some some old latino person is like (laughs) jesus all right fuck cool i guess fuck what the fuck i don't know anybody (laughs) in the cayman islands have at it army (laughs) jesus uh um okay but the, but the real conversation here was actually the 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 allegations of like uh of, of rape, right? Because it actually presented a very like again, none of these messages have, at least to my knowledge have been verified. So I don't even know if this is fucking true, but even what was proposed was curious and I really want your take on it. So in in some of these messages, right? If you get past the cannibal stuff if you can do that. Um there are allegations of rape because uh, he's into like really like um, role play shit like uh, and I, this is something I actually didn't know anything about, but it's called CNC. What does that stand for? That stands for consensual non-consent. Mm-hmm. What that means is uh, basically you role play where. Um, uh you pretend as if and I don't you know know who's who in this scenario but uh, you pretend as if you really are trying to take advantage of the other person and they act as if you actually are but you guys understand that this is not an actual thing um, and that you're just playing roles, right um now one of the mess or a few of the messages allude to this fact right or, or to allude to the you know that, army hammers into this and he apparently tried to get uh you know uh i think in at least a few of the messages that i that i actually read a specific woman into this um and he did but then she like you know i guess after the fact came back and was like oh like yeah what you did like really traumatized me you know because you know uh that shit was not cool but it presented this weird fucking scenario okay here's the scenario right wait wait weird. so
1: before you go into the scenario let me get this right so he it was a conversation between two adults right um, where he said, Hey, I'm into this. This is something I want to try. This is something I want to do. And then they consented to it. They did it. And then she came back and said, Hey, I actually didn't like that. And I'm traumatized now. Uh, is, am I, do I have those details?
0: Correct? Basically? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, continue. So, uh, so, so the real question is, is like, what are the ethics of that or, or could that be actually considered rape? Right. if, if you have this, if you both talk and you say, Hey, I'm into this shit. Are you kind of into this shit? And I'm like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. And, and you can like, and one of the, the reasons why I find it so interesting is because it's not like it was said, like we, and we don't know anything about this woman, right? Like to my knowledge, we don't know anything about the specifics of the actual person involved. Right. So it's not really a scenario where it's just like, Oh, it's an actress who thinks, you know, who was like, Oh, like, Hey, I'm not going to give you this role or I'm going to like shit talk you to all the directors. If, you you don't do X, Y, or Z, right? So we don't, I don't think power in that sense is is something to do with it. Now you can make an argument that he's an actor and that he's a famous actor, so he kind of always has that power, but okay, that's that's a separate argument. If you are agreeing to do something like that, right? Where basically we're gonna role play and you know I'm gonna like rough you up a bit and you're gonna pretend like that that's the case, and but we both know that that's not actually the case, but we're gonna do some weird shit here. Um, now apparently, when you do this, what you're supposed to do is uh, have like safe words, right? So that like everybody in- involved yeah. is like and, right. You you gotta have a, you gotta have a parachute, right? You can't you can't just jump out of the fucking plane and not have a fucking parachute, right? Um, so uh, in in these these messages, it's painted that oh he's been doing this for a while, or that he he knows like about this thing, whereas he was trying to paint it like in these messages as like oh this is new to me too, and she was like man cut the That's shit. I know you're into this shit, right? But her argument was that, oh, we didn't create a safe word. But, but that's why I think it's a a question that I'll post to not only in but everybody who's watching this. What are the fucking ethics of that, right? Because if, is it it really, hold hold on, hold on, right before you jump in. Is it really the person's responsibility who's like, hey, are you into this shit? And if you say yes, but if you yourself don't think, hey, let's create some sort of, how am I going to know that, like, how, how am I going to be able to tell, let you know that we're going too far, that this shit is going, getting out of control? Because if not, if we don't have like a safe word or anything like that, then no shit we're going to fucking run into a scenario where you're going to be like traumatized or some shit. Like, what, what did you, what did you think was going to be? Like, literally, like, what did you think, what else would happen in that scenario? There's nothing else that's going to happen because He's eventually going to do some shit that's going to be like wild, or do some shit that might, in that moment, be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't know it was going to be like this," you know. And then you have no other way to be like, "No, no, for real, stop! What the fuck you're doing? You know, this is not cool. Did you not think about that ahead of time?" And yeah, and is that completely on him? That like was that his responsibility? Like, yeah, he he's probably a full-on piece of shit for trying to convince people to do shit like this. But it's a weird scenario. I, I mean, like,
1: no. So 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 I so I got to stop you there because I don't yeah. think. You're a piece of shit for trying to uh, convince someone nah, to be open-minded. Come,
0: come on, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not children here. He's he's a piece of shit. You know why? Because why? You you know your your purpose. Uh, come on, we we know these. And look, I don't know. Any, I don't even know if any of this shit is true. But whether it's Army Hammer or people, so, so we don't know if this is listen, true. Listen, but he's a, listen, piece listen, of shit? listen, listen to what I'm saying to the uh, if we're to 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 accept that any of this is the reason why i'm asking the question is because i'm like in this scenario right but if you're a person who's trying to persuade somebody who hasn't done it before into it right and you, like there are people who actually are knowledgeable about this and are really into it and this is their shit right but you're not going after them you're going after a person who doesn't know shit about this yeah you're a piece of shit because you you're like you're and especially if you know what the rules are like you know you know you're supposed to come up with a fucking you know uh uh a safe word or some shit, but you don't. And that's why you go get somebody who doesn't know anything about it. Right. Because you're like, Hey, I hope you don't, I'm going to tell you about this weird kicky shit. I'm going to hope you don't have any experience with it. And we're not going to come up with a word. So if I do some shit, it's like real kind of, you know, in a way, I'm and sorry. Even I, if I, like, I got,
1: I, I disagree strongly. So I got to jump in here because that doesn't make you a piece of shit. Like if you like something, right. If he likes uh, like role-playing like rape scenes. Right. And if I, if it's like, Hey, I like this thing. And you may not have done it before. I like it. And I would love to like try it with you. I know this is your first time doing this, but like, you know, let's. Think right. carefully you can, about what you're wait, about to wait, say. Yeah, I, I, about I, about I don't give say. a fuck about what anybody thinks about what I'm about to say. If I know I like this thing and I'm trying to convince you to do this thing. And I, I explain it to you. We talk about it and we two consenting adults agree to this thing. Then like, and is so long as nothing happens that like you had how no would you deal the very so, easy
0: question to that is how would you so how would anybody today, know in today, that scenario today. listen i'm trying to a lot
1: of because this is a very like sensitive subject and a lot of people like it's still a very taboo thing for a lot of people
0: sure.
1: like people will do like what you're doing right like you're jumping in and you'll ask a lot of questions right and but like people don't do enough listening right so yes how how does somebody doing anything for the first time know what the uh, you know like what the limits should be? Right now, should Army maybe have said like, hey, let's let's create a safe word. To if you feel uncomfortable at any point in time, maybe we like. Um, maybe maybe we use this word and we stop, right? Should he have? Yes. Does that make him a dirtbag Bec- because he didn't? I wouldn't necessarily say that. Like if we're in a situation and we're like, hey, let's try this thing and, and you want to try it and we, I want to try it and we agree to it and we just do it. Like, you know, maybe Army didn't know that there needed to be a safe word. Maybe okay. he's like, because not everybody has the same rules. Not a, Some people may not even want a safe word. Some people right. may just want to just t- enjoy the full experience. Uh, um, so if we... <laughs> If and again, we don't know all the details. We don't even know if any of this is true. So no, to just no, 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 no. But
0: but again, I
1: okay, okay. Follow me on. This. So just, so if we know nothing is true, how are we going to label somebody a dirtbag? Like, okay. let's actually fact find Follow, and discover. Absolutely.
0: But if you're we label, what's so interesting though is you're saying like, hey, like maybe you should like listen, right? But if you're if you're actually listening to the actual words that I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. What I said was, if we are to accept the scenario is true. I didn't say Army Hammer is a complete dirtbag just off top. If we were to accept that the scenario is true, right? That's where I'm. You you definitely said Army Hammer is a dirtbag. No. Then you said. Either way, whether I said it before or after, if we are to accept the scenario is true then yeah he is a dirtbag right because you're then purposely going out and finding people where you've done this shit before clearly you fucking done it before because multiple women apparently according to these un you know these unsubstantiated uh uh leaks or whatever that it's multiple women now that are coming back and saying that he's 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 done shit like this this to them right um uh uh clearly you've done this before and you're going after women who you Uh, who you know don't really like know exactly what you're talking about but they're like all right if you're in some weird shit cool like i'll experiment whatever but they don't know enough about it to be like immediately be like oh this is what we need to do there are people who are well trained where like well aware of all this shit but you distinctly push them to the side in favor of these other women yes that's what makes you a piece of shit if we were to accept any of this is true i'm saying that up front i'm de- and you're getting yeah, sure. hung okay, up on a so, weird on a weird like caveat there i'm not so i'm not you're, we were, you're you're immediately coming to his defense because you're like oh no, no, so i'm not, I'm not shit I'm because not, he's if, if let me, let me, let me i'm not I'm coming saying. to army me, hammer's defense let me, let me let me finish what i'm saying you're i already me, know where you're going fair enough let me go there first <laughs> uh but, <laughs> hurry up and uh, get there you're, you're immediately coming to his defense because it's like you know you're like, oh, like, well, we shouldn't shame somebody who has kinks and everything. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about shaming kinks. I'm talking about the very obvious issue of, especially with something this, 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 like, delicate, right? Like, th- like, what can be more, what could be more fucking, uh, it's not just taboo, right? Like, like, you're, this is, like. This like you should almost have to sign a contract for this shit to protect both parties involved. Right. Because that's such an easy way for both people to get fucking tripped up. Right. Both for the person who's, you know, doing this to somebody as well as somebody who's essentially taking it all in. Right. It's easy for the person who's doing it to be caught up. And then the person who you're doing it to say afterwards, oh, you actually rape me. Right. Because then it's like shit. Like we said all the shit. You said you didn't want it, like all that shit, right? So if we don't have it in writing, we don't have it in text messages, then fuck. I look crazy then, right? And I look, I actually did do it, right? But if you're if you're a person taking it all in, well, you know, uh, then what if something happens where it actually does trigger something and you? you're like, whoa, 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 it's too much for me, too much for me, right? If you don't have a fucking safe word, then yeah, like you, you, like you're, it's it's almost guaranteed to fucking happen, you know? Um, and so I'm saying he's a piece of shit if all this is true. Uh, he would be a piece of shit for that reason, right? That, yeah, of course you're a person who's done this repeatedly and you clearly know that you should have a safe word, but yet you don't. Um, uh, As the woman though, it's a strange predicament that you'd find yourself in because I would have to think that you, uh, or whether you're a woman or whoever else, you know, uh, would be sort of participating on the receiving end of this. You have to, like, I can't think you're that like daft to think that like, oh, like, like, especially with something that's crazy, it's just like, yo, of course we would need to like, that's immediately where my mind would go is it's like, oh, how are we going to know if you should go too far? Like, how would, how would we'd have to, our, our communication has to be top notch because if shit goes even a little bit of sideways, it's going to go, it's going to be a lot sideways, you know, in, in that case. So yeah, I, I don't know what the fucking, the, the ethics on that are, but I'm curious to see, you know, what everybody else thinks. What do you guys, That that's yeah. a real fuck what we think. It's what the audience thinks. Uh, what do you What do you guys uh, uh, think of that scenario? C- kind of like fuck this whole Arby Hammer situation. I don't know if the fuck's true in that situation. I don't know it's not until I see some call logs or some shit. I'm not gonna throw the dude under the bus. Also, I don't give a shit. So if he actually do the shit, fuck him. But you know i don't know yet you yet to be yeah
1: there's a lot more we're gonna need to learn from this story in order to like pass judgment on army hammer um because like what is it a sexual non-consent thing right it is a lot of thing that a lot of people actually enjoy right
0: a lot of people do i have no idea this Um, is literally the first time i'm hearing of it i have never heard of cnc before literally this day uh so consensual non-consent yeah so like i mean porn is
1: a crazy, it's a crazy thing, right? It's like, if you go on Pornhub at any point in time, do you know like what the, and I, was, I always found this like fucking just weird. There are people out there who like it. For those people who like it, you know, kudos to you. For me, it's fucking weird. Like if you go on Pornhub, like one of the top search categories are always like incest stuff or uh like sexual non consent stuff, right, like rape stuff. And like, for me, it's just it's weird, but it's a huge thing. A lot of people really like enjoy it, right. Uh, But it's just a very taboo topic. And whenever you um, speak about a taboo topic that you know typically involves like someone being violated right and it's usually like the woman feels violated and then uh we immediately uh like demonize or uh, blame like the guy in the situation but like you know consent is 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 consent again unless you have a safe word and the safe word is like violated right but i I feel like that's a really
0: like simplistic way of like reducing all of this we're spending way too much time on this by the way but yeah yeah, um, way too much (laughs) uh, but but that's why i think you're you're kind of like it, that's like a re, reduced version of like what it is. Like it's not. Well, just We like, have to oh. reduce it because we don't know anything about it. No, no, no. I'm saying f- forget Army Hammer in the situation. I'm just talking about the actual scenario itself, right? Uh, I'm not talking about vilifying him or not vilifying him. That's kind of like the irrelevant point. What the more curious thing is? Okay, like if you in a, like this goes beyond this in a weird way to me at least. especially if you don't have a safe word. Well, like, I mean, it isn't like, how would you know if you are in a scenario where you are, like, as the person who's doing it, like, you, again, you have to protect yourself of, like, how would you know if you're not going <laughs> uh, 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 beyond what you should? Um, because there's no safe word. Like, how would you, yeah. literally, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't, yeah. somebody yelling, the- screaming, and you're like, uh, this is a part of the bit. You know?
1: Yeah. I'll say this one last thing, then let's move on. Um, yeah. But w- one of the things about this like whole sexual non consent thing is like,
0: uh, there is no safe
1: word. There's not supposed to be, right?
0: Um, no, no, though, the, which, no. So, so no. this this actually, so from the article that I read, uh, it, was, it was coming from somebody who's like, I forget who, like, it was like prof- somebody who does shit like this professionally. It was like, oh, no, like, that's, yes, that's like the, the first thing you have to fucking set up is an actual safe word because that's the only way. That you actually have, so that both parties don't get fucked up from it, right? Um, yeah, yeah. If you um, don't, if you don't have one, then you'll find yourself kind of in this scenario where somebody would be like, "Oh, yeah, you rate me," and he'd be like, "I mean, I thought we were just having fun."
1: Yeah, so this is not new to me. I've known several women who've been like, uh, "No, nah, fuck safe words; it's just like not a thing," right? Um, so, like, that's why I am saying, like, wait, wait, I'm not so, gonna... so you
0: said, you said that weren't in. Like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't hear that. What you just said?
1: Yeah, so like, I've known, like, I've, 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 le- I learned about this. You know, a while ago, right? And, uh but I just forgot, like, it had the label, like, s- sexual non consent or whatever. But, like, you know, it, the well, women it's, that it's I've known cons- have been cons- like safe words. Non-consent. Are- yeah. Consensual non consent. Yeah. The women I've known have been like, you know, safe words, like, no, it, the, you got to go all the way, right? So, but that's you know, what. Like, so so again, what I'm saying is there. Wait are, wait wait. Uh, so
0: why do you? And I and I and I'm like like we might have to yeah. cut this it so up. But like what I'm saying like, is does that even make sense people, to you?
1: Uh, I mean, again, it, it's it's. Sex is sex, right? Some people no, are like, hey. Not,
0: that...
1: <laughs> okay, still, so right, fine, fair enough. Whatever, you you cannot define what it is to somebody else, right? right? Some people are like, yes, safe word. Some people are like, no, safe word, because I you got it. want the full experience. So what I'm not going to do is like, and, and this is why it's such a taboo thing, because some people like to go all the way some people are like oh no we need to make sure we're protected right um so until i know more about like in the, going back to this story in particular until you know more details uh i'm not going to demonize this guy he might be a complete dirtbag this might just be something i don't no, <laughs> i don't we're... understand <laughs> no, we're not we're agreeing on this part but like there's a part of it that like i disagree with you about um because this to me could be like one of those Aziz and sorry things that we talked about earlier where like no, um,
0: that's a completely fucking different scenario where it's, what I'm saying is
1: it could be because we don't we don't know. We don't have any details no, about this. No, Arana, we just have like blind oh allegations.
0: I, I wish I could debate this with you more, but we don't have much time to. We just have blind allegations. That's all we have. Now, for, again, forget about the Army Hammer situation, like just the concept that you're talking about, I think. Is yeah, just, I said I'm
1: getting back to the Army Hammer thing. Right. Just so we can move on is that we have to learn more about this before we can like uh, decide whether or not Army Hammer is a bad guy.
0: Either way, let us know what you guys think in the comment <laughs> yeah. section below. That's uh,
1: how we end one story and move on to the next.
0: <laughs> there we go. Uh, either way, let us know what you guys think about uh, this whole scenario. What do you think of CNC? Uh, especially those without um, uh, without uh, uh, safe words. Uh, either way, um, we will move on to one of our last stories here. Um, so uh, this was an interesting story that I saw, uh, it it was an article. Um, uh, it was, it was an uh, article from Los Angeles times. It basically talked about, uh, this whole idea of like the streaming wars. Right. And kind of what fucking streaming platforms are running into because of, uh, the, um, uh, because of there being way more streaming (laughs) services, uh, that leaves the door open for more cancellations because sometimes some series pops up on a random fucking, you know, uh, on a random uh, streaming service that you just literally need to get the one time um, yeah you know, to watch the series or movie or whatever the fuck it is. Right. And then you cancel immediately because you're done with whatever the fucking thing is that you you wanted to watch. Uh, So streaming platforms are running into that issue of hey hey, somebody, you know, we we come out with a new show or new new movie and then people rush out to like, you know, uh, subscribe to our services. And then immediately they cancel once that thing is over because (laughs) they have no interest in the rest of our shit. Uh, So what the fuck did they do? Um, uh, So instead of boring you with all the fucking details and stats like that, we'll just fucking talk about that shit. Uh, Eventually, I want to get to... Kind of what our rosters are of our streaming services, uh, and, and what our sort of like ride or die sh- services are, and why I think it's you know, this is why Netflix remains king of the hill. Um, but, uh, but let me hear what you think about that, arena about this concept of uh, uh, uh streaming services running into trouble because people rush out to go see some shit. Uh, and so they sign up for, you know, uh, God knows I did that with, um, HBO Max where I signed up for it and then I mean it was like "Yup, I'm canceling that shit immediately once once I have to fucking suffer through this stupid ass 1984 uh, Wonder Woman 1984 I am done with this shit I'm canceling although I haven't canceled it yet uh just as a uh, <laughs> as a side note but uh same yeah but I will probably I think, cancel think, it soon
1: I think Fame signed up for HBO Max and like if he hasn't yet he better cancel that shit because it's, <laughs> it's just not worth it unless he's like unless he wants it to be able to go back and watch like Game of Thrones again for like the fifth time yeah um, I, but I've that's all i shit like
0: that you, you know what i went uh, back and watched recently is uh batman uh the animated series which we'll actually talk about a uh, story about that uh, later on or something related somewhat to that later on um uh but yeah i've been kind of they got some they got some shit on there but i don't think it's worth me paying yeah. like you know 10 whatever 10 15 a month that i'm paying. no fuck that uh so so you know
1: i got the perfect story right uh the other day i signed up for uh, hulu uh with the live TV streaming package. So I could watch the uh, Rams versus the Seahawks game, I think it was. Um, And it was like, it was $64 a month, but you got like seven days free, you know, the $64 package is with with like uh, ESPN and National Geographic and live TV, Um, seven day free trial. If you cancel before that seventh day, you won't be billed that $64.99. So I signed up for that shit watch my game, cancel that shit right away. I'm not paying 64.99 just to stream live TV. No, I can steal that some other way. Um, as a streaming service, like you gotta give them enough reason to stay. Uh, I think only two streaming services, in my opinion, have given me and given most users enough reason to consistently stay. Uh, and that's by having good quality original and like premium content. That's Hulu and Netflix. Um, so I, I, you know, again, I signed up for the Hulu thing and I canceled it, but I still kept like my uh, another downgraded version of Hulu that I had, the one for like 12 99 a month. Yeah. But that's through Disney Plus. So that comes with ESPN and uh, um, uh, Hulu like you know like what streaming services are gonna have to do now is like have a bundle that makes sense like what is the additional offering like what what is the reason why i'm not gonna cancel your shit right away
0: yeah you see i think that's where i have to disagree i don't think really it's even about like bundling shit together although like the only way that i think that makes sense is not actually at the streaming services themselves but it's in maybe like um like sling or um like roku that's where i think is like the real shit because what I think they're going to have to do is partner, like find a deal that works with all these streaming platforms. The first place to do this, I guarantee you will be the most successful. Um, you know, uh, maybe for a cool 30, $40 a month, you get literally Netflix, uh, um, Amazon prime Hulu, uh, uh, Apple TV plus, um, uh, whatever the fuck is out there, right? Maybe you get some combination, like maybe you get up to four or five streaming platforms, right? For a cool $30 a month, right? But that's uh, not going to happen because that's like asking eight different companies to like partner with each that, that other. T- uh, but eventually they're all going to have to do this because eventually they're all going to get tired of people canceling their shit after watching, <laughs> you know, whatever season of the show that they put out, right? So eventually, so honestly, it might actually make them more money in order to do that, right? That they might take less upfront, right? In terms of, but it, it'll be more consistent, right? Instead of starting and stopping with, uh, you know, with, with your streaming service based off of whatever content. Because that all that all that means is that literally every month they have to put out something new or every week they have to put out something new in order to keep you there for that particular month. And and that's just not, I don't think that's a feast because for one, you're not always going to be interested in everything that they put out, right? That, uh, look, I, I love the shit out of Netflix, but I, I cannot tell you that I've watched everything that there is to watch on Netflix, right? They might- it might be like once, twice a month that I really check something out, uh, specifically on Netflix, you know, um, you know, so, uh, but anyways, um, so that's kind of what leads me to saying that's why fucking, um, Netflix is fucking just sunning everybody else when it comes to streaming. game. Why? Cause it's not about you know, I think coming out with new content or like that, what it is about is by being culturally relevant. That's what matters foremost in any of this, right? Is mattering culturally. Because once you matter culturally, it doesn't fucking matter what you come out with. You could, Netflix has 95% of their content is utter trash. Okay. Let's just say that dark secret out loud, right? 95% of what comes out on Netflix, you will literally never watch <laughs> um, because it's just not great, you know? Um, but the reason why you still have it Is because Netflix and chill Right like it's that Much a part of our Now Netflix and chill is pretty old by, by this point in time But it's still fucking there You know nonetheless um, No one's you know, talking about it anymore but they're still doing it Exactly nobody's using the fucking words Netflix and chill But and if your army hammers it's, Netflix it's, and chill while you're tied up yeah, <laughs> Fair enough <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, No matter what you do like, okay, so here's how pervasive Netflix is, right? Uh, I just told you that I wanted to like cancel HBO Max, right? If somebody if somebody um, said, hey, uh, you could only keep, you know, one, one subscription service. Uh, and I know HBO is coming out with whatever hot shit that they might be coming out with next month, right? But they said you could only have the one service. And I don't know anything about, you know, what Netflix is putting out. I'm probably still sticking with Netflix because it's like, my mind doesn't even go to canceling Netflix. That's how part of the fucking culture that they are is like, no, 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 no. We're definitely getting rid of HBO Max because that's the <laughs> that's that new shit that is still a little bit unproven. I don't know what the fuck they got going on over there, but I know Netflix was going to find something on Netflix, right? Even if that's true or not, it doesn't matter. It they've already, It's already programmed into my brain because they were in it from this jump, right? They, they found a way to be culturally relevant, you know, back when nobody was talking about streaming shit or I guess nobody, not nobody, but um. Back when it wasn't, like, the fucking cool shit to do. Back when fucking, you know, uh, Blu-rays were still a fucking thing, you know? Um, you know, or just going out to the theaters was, you know, was was the only means of of doing any of this shit. Uh, so I think that's what matters the most. A lot of these streaming services have to find a way to be culturally relevant. Find, oh, some in to people's minds of, like, why they can't live without your shit, you know? And, and maybe that is somewhere in you know uh the content they put out but it's not solely that you got to find a way to you know to 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 speak to people above just the content you're putting out uh and i and i think that that's something that they have to uh to do but uh along with this segment i wanted to do what's your roster man what you what you working around it's it's like you know when you when you were talking you know back in school you know you're like hey what's your roster who are you talking to right now you know what's your you know what's, what's, your, what's your little black book got in it you know um so so who's 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 on your roster right now for uh, streaming series. so my starting five right starting five yeah what's the lineup what's the lineup right it's just even crazy that i have five
1: so netflix Net- netflix is that's home base right that's like whenever i i don't know what to go to and i don't know what to watch where i just go home to netflix uh after that disney plus surprisingly has um made like a huge push for me because of the bundle, because with my Disney Plus, I also get ESPN and I get Hulu, right? So I don't even have to separate Hulu out. I get it within my Disney Plus bundle. Uh, but what do I use more? I use Hulu the most. Um, I use Disney. I have a daughter, and she likes you know all the different little Disney stuff on there. And then uh, you know occasionally, if I'm just like need some background noise, I'm on like ESPN while I'm doing some work, right? Um, I recently got Stars because Stars has the uh, they they were doing this uh, this uh, promotion where it's five dollars for five months, right? So if you look at that, it's twenty five dollars for five months of Stars. You get full access to all of their premium content, series, movies, whatever the fuck you want. That's a great fucking deal. Um, I wonder what the pricing will be like after those five months are up. Um, but you know, if I, if in those five months, if I like find that like their content is worth it, their shows are worth it, um, and there are a lot of new shows coming out on Stars in like I think in the next five months, I'm going to want to watch. I may I may actually end up keeping it. Um, aside from that, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm logged into my sister's Amazon Prime account. I don't really use that too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I I had another one recently that I that I canceled. Oh no! I've got Apple TV Plus, uh, which is almost cancel time for that motherfucker. Uh, February third, I got it marked on my calendar to cancel it. February second, I don't need that shit. I got the free for a year when I got my iPhone eleven, uh, so that shit's getting out of there.
0: Yeah. Um, what about you? What do you got? Okay. Uh, my 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 starting five, my lineup. Okay. Netflix, clearly, right? Like we, we gonna do? cancel Netflix? No, can't um uh, <laughs> my next up from that is uh it will have to be amazon prime i think they put out on the low they pull out quality content i think on amazon prime you know um at times i haven't watched all their stuff and even sometimes i've checked out some stuff where i'm like yeah no that was i could have missed that but they do i think they they, they take selective shots that are, are pretty good shots you know um then I, i'll go to hulu um because i think again every now and then they might put out something hot but they're kind of like the stepchild to like everybody else right like they don't really it's kind of like they try to be something but really they're really just about like you know uh re recasting old shit or shit you know Uh, like if you if you if you don't have cable right now and you're you're wanting to watch something that happened on cbs then who's your place right um I think my next up after that is Apple TV Plus. I think that they they also are kind of like Amazon Prime, uh, where they put out quality content on the low. You know, they you would never really fucking know it. You know, if you if you if you if you check out on the streets, but uh, but I, you know they're they're like they're like, um, they're like the, the the one girl in high school, right? That you know it's kind of like a she's all that situation where it's just like nobody really talks to her. But you're looking at it like yo, hold on, hold on, if yeah, you know, yeah, she's. You know, yeah, we'll and do she's down for here. that CNC. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I gotta stop making these jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can immediately see you get uncomfortable.
0: I I didn't even hear what he said. I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I was
1: like, uh, I'll, when you're talking about that girl from high school, you're like, oh, yeah. okay. I'll, what I said was like, and she's down for that CNC.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, we're getting a contract. We're getting a contract. We're signing it. Everybody <laughs> knows what the fuck is going on. All um, right. Yeah. If we must. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, what was that? So I got Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, um, uh, uh, Apple TV Plus. Um, and I think maybe for my fifth, uh, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't even like the fifth is like, you know, that that's your uh uh, you know, instead of a Roku a, a, TV, it, it's, no, it, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a different thing. But, uh, but I, but instead of like, you know, your sixth man, I think I'm just going to go with the fifth man where the fifth is just interchangeable. I don't give a shit who, who goes in that last spot. So that's a toss up between HBO max, which I'll, again, I, I'll get rid of probably sometime soon. Um, Disney TV plus. Um, and it's no surprise to me that all of these are like kind of like the newer kids on the block. Right. Uh, although I guess Apple TV plus is also a little newer, but, um, but yeah that, that that fifth spot is is kind of uh in rotation depending on you know what yeah. my mood strikes um i will say that weirdly enough i've had a D- uh, wwe network for the longest time only because i'm going through uh i'm trying to just go through all like the 90s wrestling um and i've almost done that but it's the second i am i feel like i've i've scratched that itch of the nostalgia i I'm I think I might even ask for my money back. I I might be that bold as to be like, you motherfuckers, you guys owe me because this shit was not worth the fucking $9.99 that I'm paying yeah. for this shit. Who the for,
1: fuck for has me. the
0: WWF network? It's like you well, me, Hulk Hogan, i Hogan. Literally just told you that. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey uh, Rourke. He's not no, he was in the movie The Wrestler. He was not in the, never mind. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that that was the that that was the joke. Yeah, way to ruin it <laughs> terrible joke yeah. go, that was a go great work that joke. out go, go to the comedy store a few nights Listen, go test out person, different version of that the person
1: <laughs> who knew that Mickey Rourke because the actor in the movie called the wrestler yeah, was like, oh, "Wow, great joke! You just ruined it for everybody." Yeah, it, it was
0: a terrible joke. A terrible joke.
1: But, but so, so so here's where the the big change is coming, right? Because we we know that Apple just announced um, Apple One, is it or Apple TV One or yeah, Apple... whatever their,
0: their stupid package, Yeah,
1: whatever the fuck they're gonna call it. And I think they're gonna be at like fourteen ninety nine a month. You're gonna get like Apple Music apple tv plus and then apple arcade when that drops i mean that's a huge reason to get apple right because we know they got a lot of money got a lot of original content coming you get apple music and this arcade shit for the kids
0: i think if you're already into apple shit maybe but uh but if you're if you're not if you're not they're they're really only speaking to really like apple customers they're they're kind of throwing just apple customers a bone like all right here we go all right we'll help you guys out a little bit you know but like for people who they're not really like bringing other people into the fold again, if they partner with some other shit and they're like, all right, for like 10. Like so, uh, so and, and, I, and I said this before, now I'm realizing, oh, shit, somebody's already already done that, although they kind of own everything in in their network. But uh, Disney, uh, Disney, did that with Disney TV plus Hulu and ESPN. Right. Um, so they have this like bundle of like different shit. Like, don't just give me a bundle like like. Apple's weird because it's like Apple Music, Apple TV, and then whatever the fuck else uh, they're throwing in the bag. But it's just like, that's all just different shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm talking about shit you could watch, right? Uh, so if you give me like, okay, Apple TV Plus and Netflix for like 10.99 dollars uh, a month, boom, you guys got me for life you know um we're yeah. good with that you know and so i think when they start doing shit like that is when we're really going to start to see people stick with these streaming services because otherwise it's just going to be forever be this game of like are you putting out new shit no all right you're getting canceled um you know uh, here
1: here's how i think uh, here's how i think like apple could really like own the game right and like really just destroy everybody else if apple were to partner with chipotle right so mm. i could get so if I have Apple one, right, I could get double meat at no additional charge on my burrito or on my burrito bowl. But I have to cancel Netflix,
0: Disney Plus, <laughs> and all of that. Sh- I would do it. I would 100%. Listen, I- well, you do it for just for that, for that, uh, for that night or for that meal.
1: <sighs> no, listen, I'm going to eat. I'm going to be eating Chipotle for the rest of my life. Okay, I know that now. So if you're going to give me double meat at no additional charge but i gotta cancel all that other shit i'm just gonna watch whatever's on apple tv and, and start reading books okay so sure. back to basics
0: because sure. that double meat and free guac yeah let's get it yeah you're definitely not reading any books for that matter but uh uh but um, <laughs> you doubt me <laughs> hmm. Uh, hmm. but interesting enough somebody's actually already doing this i think it was like fucking either it was either papa john's or Domino's Pizza one of those places that was like oh like if you sign up for our shit you get like a month free of like or you get like a discount on like some whack-ass streaming service that nobody wants to actually partake in. Um, Quibi. but yeah, It was probably, yeah, no, Quibi's like fucking, it, it, it was around the time it doesn't exist anymore. Or, I,
1: I think that I happened know. around that time. Remember the old Papa John's CEO, like uh, John Raff- Schaffner, right? right? I think yeah. it was on that conference call. So remember the old Papa John's CEO? He got in trouble on that conference call.
0: Yeah, did they introduce it? On the, like, they hey,
1: partnered with Quibi and he was like, <laughs> yeah, hey, we're going to do this thing with Quibi where you get free pizza, but like no <laughs> black people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and by the way, and by the way, you niggas aren't allowed in my house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, this is my night
1: And then they were like, "Yeah, uh, you know, uh, we got to pull all your commercials. And <laughs> you got to step down as CEO, guys."
0: Um. Okay. Uh, we had one more story on the docket, but fuck it. Look, I think we've we've given you guys a very solid uh, uh time here. I'm probably gonna cut this down. So I was gonna give you a, the timestamp, but I'm probably gonna cut it down just simply because it was too fucking long. But wait, too um, long. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this bad boy up here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate you all. We love you all. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, we know you're fucking out there. Don't try to hide it from us. All right? We know you're fucking out there. All right. Um, so we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, but hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that share button. Whatever the fuck the buttons is are on the fucking screen or and or device that you're listening slash watching this on fucking hit that shit. You know, hit whatever buttons are are there because uh, we would it would help us out a lot. Um, and it, 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 honestly, it's a small thing to do. Small thing to do. Just uh, just click some buttons. Um, but uh, but with that, all that being said, uh, share this shit with with other people as well. Let, let people know that we're out here. We're out in these streets. Um, and uh, we will be back uh, next week, uh, same time, same place. Uh, with all of that being said, ladies and gentlemen, with the air homes, everything we are going. To hit our very usual goal here. Ladies and gentlemen, peace to Dude, fuck. in the future, they're not going to have buttons. You
1: know
0: that? We can't
1: make anything happen.
0: Our future is not like the Jetsons, right? <laughs> peace out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>